You haven't heard this, right? It's my first time. No. Tell me, it sounds like Jesus. You got sick thoughts, I got more of them. You got a sister-in-law, you a smash, I got four of them. Damn, those are your sisters. You did something unholy to them pictures. Damn, you need to be locked up. Nah, we need a bigger hot tub. Now let me see your bag, 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 bag. Time to get the bag, 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 bag. Hey, hey. sounds good. I like it. You like it? I do. Shit is whack, man. This <laughs> <laughs> is whack. This sounds good, man. Audio, what were you saying? You said you miss songs with drums. I miss songs with drums. Yeah, man. Need some <laughs> drums. Hey, yo, some. Uh, sorry to cut you off, never. Yeah, no, welcome no, no, to no, the, no. welcome to Reflections <laughs> of a DJ, the Road Podcast. I don't know if we've ever started it like this. I like the it's very cool. laid back. I'm the one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. <laughs> <laughs> we got DJ Neva. Yo, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. We got DJ D Miles. What's good? What's good? And yo, we got straight from the Bay Area. Yes, yes. DJ Audio career. One in the building. What's up, man? Yo, what's, what's up, up man? man? Thank you for having me. Appreciate no it. No doubt, man. man. Uh, how long you're in town? You I'm in town till seven a.m. Seven a.m. You just oh, been man. doing a couple parties out here? Yeah, just chilling. You know, right, bunch cool. of homies. We did a party last night at uh, Vanguard. So okay, cool. Let me get this mic a little closer to your face. Pause. Pause. Whoa. Hey. Hey. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> just make sure it's pointed at your lips. Right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, what was the name Sorry of that truck? Huh? What was the name of that truck? Get the fuck out of here. You're going to write that shit <laughs> He's down. He's writing it down? No, I just, I, I, this is my first time here. You, you look like you in school with your pink pen. <laughs> <laughs> little pink pen and fucking... Why can't you have like a regular pen? Why you hey, have a pink it's, pen? Red hey, is my it's, favorite color. It's back to school. Give him a break, bro. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's back to school. <laughs> it's today. Did you see them on Jimmy Kimmel? Nah. I saw did a clip. Nope. I saw like a clip no on did. social media. I saw it. I saw it. What you thought about it? I just think he's... He's out of his mind. I think I know, <laughs> you know what? I just think he's very detached. Definitely. He's in uh, he's in his pigeonhole. He said he was gone from everything cuz he went to a depression for like a year and a half or some shit like that. I believe it. And he lost his confidence and all that. I believe that. I believe it. A year and a half though. I believe That's it. It's a long time. Is huh? he is he really back from a sunken place though? Oof. Well, he couldn't answer that one. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel asked him a question and he was basically uh he was like stuck, right? No, was, and then yeah. he said he went on Twitter and uh he said that he didn't get enough time to respond to the question that he was thinking. That's mm-hmm. why he didn't respond. But he, it was like, so. Hey, what was the question again? If if Donald Trump is separating people and he's putting immigration laws and he's banning people from this country, what does it make? Does it seem like Donald Trump likes people at all? Black people, black people. And then that's when Kanye got like stuck. because George Bush said because he said about George Bush at the uh, was the Katrina yeah the yeah, FEMA the benefit Katrina, Katrina yeah. benefit Katrina benefit you mm-hmm. know George Bush doesn't care about black people yeah. and then he was stuck on it but he never answered it yeah and he said he wasn't giving enough time but he was kind of like he could have said no let me answer but supposedly because Jimmy Kimmel was like oh we went to a commercial break because he took too long but he looked stuck. From the from the clip that he I he was saw. stuck too. I think Charlemagne was interviewing him. He posted a clip. Yeah, and he, he was kind of froze too, but he kind of like weaseled his way and kind of made it into like a joke. And he's yeah. like, "Oh, I like what you did. You turned my question around on me." Mm-hmm. But he never answered it. He just kind of like got his way out of it. He so, had to. He had to reboot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at this point, 
I don't think I really need to hear from Kanye anymore. It just doesn't seem like he's going to say anything. Remember when I said that I'm not excited to hear Kanye West album or anything that comes from But you liked his album. But I'm not excited anymore. Well, I I just think at this point, I don't need to hear any rants. I don't need to hear anything. I don't think anything he's saying is prolific or relevant to what's going on. If he's not promoting the album, I don't want to see. But yeah, why did he go on the show? Why the fuck did he go on the show? And then why did he drop the single like that night? No. Yeah, talking about that one song. Yeah, this ecstasy song. That's what it's called. Ecstasy. <laughs> yeah. I honestly. Damn, like, you really like that. You still want to write song. notes honestly. on that shit? Write it no, down. Hurry up. Honestly, hurry up. I just didn't. What do you think, audio? Uh, it sounds alright. It needs drums though, man. It needs a I'm, redrum, I'm, right? Yeah. I was gonna see, say the same thing. See, that's what I would like on DMX. I would have just put some drums on. All it. right, so let's talk about audio one since he is our guest here. Welcome. Sorry. And you reached out to. I mean, we've been like kind of. What do you call it? Like pen pals on on DM and on Instagram, yep. and, and you'll comment about the you listen to the podcast, so you I'm like a fan comment of the podcast, yeah. religiously. Good looking out, yeah, man. Most definitely. And um, we post you guys a lot, you know. Yeah, he so. posts every time. Oh, every yeah. Wednesday yeah, morning, I wake up to him and a story. Yeah, so things. like uh, in your history, I mean, right now what you're doing is you, you DJ in the Bay, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, four to five nights a week, and then. Yep. You also, and we actually talked about this on one of our episodes, and I'm really, really curious about this, so I'm glad you're here because mm-hmm. I, I want to know inf- more information. Definitely. Because I love, I, I don't think nightclub DJing is the only career path for all DJs. I think, yeah, like, right. there's definitely different hustles and different. Different avenues, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's yeah. different categories of DJs, and mm-hmm. I think it's all up to us to kind of, like, you know, see where we can fit in and, and make definitely. our money in, and, and, you know. And whatnot, because I would have never thought that uh, a download like uh, music. What I don't know what do you call these music pool sites. Yeah, like a pool. I, I would have never thought that any any of these sites would be as lucrative or as essential to everyone as they are right now. Right. It seems to be almost like, you know, it it, it seems to be like a growing industry. Like and it's still so new, because I mean, the first digital record pool was what maybe oh six. Right, something like that. Was yeah. it? Yeah. I want to find out who was the first. Yeah, I don't know. Was it Digiwax? That sounds oh, I forgot about, right. about that yeah. one. Yeah, my MP3 pool. My MP3 pool was old. I think it might have been Digiwax. I think Digiwax might have been the first one. It was yeah. pretty horrible though. Yeah, <laughs> Digiwax or French? <laughs> nah, it wasn't that bad. It only gave it you like, like one version, didn't it? They didn't have intros. I don't think they made. They didn't have intros. Yeah. They just but had, it just had, but they had instrumentals. Clean, dirty instrumental. Clean, dirty. Oh, they did. It was definitely yeah. like the first promotional. It was definitely the first promotional yeah, it was. site. It yeah. was, yeah. yeah, one of the first. So you work for DMS DirectMusicService.com, and that's Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott, War and Peace. Shout to Kevin Scott and War and Peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Scott and OC and then Warren Peace is actually actually like an OG uh, Las Vegas DJ. So he's a yeah. Lo- yeah. yeah. He definitely uh, he definitely was an instrumental part of Las Paving Vegas. Yeah. yeah, hip hop and hip-hop site. nightclub scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, yeah. We we definitely want to get both of those guys on the show, but uh, we're here with Audio One. So you do you do the edits? Yes, I'm in. I, I do edits exclusively for DMS. For so, DMS. Yes. So how did you how did you link up with that? Well, we go back about. Maybe 10, 12 years, Kevin and I. Yeah. So. Because you're in the Bay. He's in OC, though, right? Right. But thanks to the internet and message boards <laughs> and all that, I linked up with a whole bunch of DJs. Basically, about 10, 12 years ago, I started sending out edit packs. And it by was like, email. By email. So, so, you had, so you had like an email list. Yeah. So I was on like the Serato forums, Holotronics, like Diplo's old yeah. forum, and those, you know, Turntable Lab and yeah. all those. So uh, I just met up with a bunch of DJs. I'm like, yo, what's your email? I got some edits and. 
started growing like that, I got a real massive like you know mailing list, and I just been sending packs for years. And you were sending a monthly, weekly. I was sending a monthly for years, wow. like one like one pack a month. It would be like twenty, thirty, and then the last in the last couple of years since I got on DMS, maybe I send out one like every quarter. So, so you were sending out on your own. Like you, there was no company involved. It was just no, you. It was just me. Just just promotion. You know, like it, it reminds me of like when before social media, MySpace, and all that. Like MySpace, every yeah. DJ had to send out a weekly newsletter email they was yeah. doing that yeah yeah, yeah. Right. like mm-hmm. i remember in new york i was like maybe 2002 2003 mm-hmm. i had to send out emails like once a week or twice a week yeah. mm-hmm. kind of like informative like what you got going on where am i where yeah. i'm at and everyone would like respond and you would have to do like uh i think we was it a guest list you had to do a guest clubs? list but then like at the end you would do something like yo my top five tracks of the week mm. yep and yeah. shit like that and whatnot. Yeah, 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 definitely. It was basically a way to get people to know that you're like a force in your area. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like you said, with the top five or top ten. Like if you send that, you know, the email. You're from New York. Somebody in LA is like, okay, maybe we should, you know, send yeah, records yeah. to this guy. You know, or this is going to be our guy in New York mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So definitely, it was it, for me. It was sort of like, let's see how far I can get with the music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was like, if the music was working for me, it could work for somebody else. You know what I mean? And in the I. I didn't see anything, I didn't think anything was going to come of it, but a lot of opportunities opened up, you know, just, I met people all over the U.S., North America, the world, and I've, I've gotten to travel, and, you know, just because I gave somebody edits 10 years ago, I played clubs with them, and, you know, other, other markets. And, and you never like charge them, you just give them. I never charge, man, you know what I mean? And then, you know, I've talked to Kevin over the years, and then uh, two years ago, he was like, yo, we want you to join DMS, and, you know. Uh. How many years ago did he? Two years ago. Two years so ago? So for two years, I've been working with DMS exclusively, so, yeah. Question, when you first started doing your edits, what were you using? Like I a, was using uh, Acid at first, and then I moved into Ableton. Okay. So, yeah. So I've been using Ableton for you know, many years now. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So, um, quick question, what got you into doing the edits? I have a friend, his name is Greg J. He was part of Crooklyn Clan, tying back to Scissorhands and all that. But Crooklynclan.net? Um, yes. Uh-huh. He was one of the editors on that site. And what happened was, it was around the time when we were going from vinyl and CD into the Serato. So you were like transferring music? We were transferring music, and then I started thinking, why am I going to play the same version that's out? Why don't I just make my own? And that's what he was doing. Yeah. He was just like acapella in, different beat. Like he was doing mashups and stuff. And he was really big at that stuff, so... It uh, influenced me. I'm like, I don't want to sound like everybody else. I want to, you know, have my acapella in, going through the third verse, instrumental out, and that's how. That's the way I looked at. It. I just wanted to be more unique. You know what I mean? And yeah. but then I started meeting people that were doing the same thing. Other people that were editing and stuff, and we started trading. And then you know, like we just start. I started meeting the world like that. So that's cool. I, yeah. When 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 I. W- when Serato started and I started transferring all this music, I was doing a bar extended into like mm-hmm. choruses or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to share my shit to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I did it, and there's still a lot of stuff that I keep for myself. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Right. At like the time, like it really. But at the time, it really separated you as a DJ. Yeah. Right. Because it was like it gave you an advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. If you had an extended of a song and it just hit harder and it was easier to mix, it was just like it just made a total different difference. It was yeah. like certain songs really needed an extended. Yeah. But there was like a lot of songs that didn't need it either. That they was yeah. made regardless. Well, like he said, like a acap- acapella intro for a song. I like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but that's definitely some like 
West Coast, San yeah. Francisco intro shit, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, we were, we were just talking about this because I always voiced, uh, you know, big shout to Rathicon, but Rathicon always voices how much he hates San Francisco DJs, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he wants me to. I don't think hilarious. he gives a fuck about me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I know for a fact he doesn't care about me saying that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I, I don't get it, but he just always says he hates San Francisco. De- not like personally, but I guess he hates the style. Yeah. Or I don't know what. I, I believe. I, I break it down because what I think of a San Francisco or what I would call a West Coast DJ style mm. would be um, an extended like intro, outro, right? Mm. And then. As I'm mixing the the other record in, I'm playing the acapella over maybe the eight bar extended out, mm-hmm. and then I'm scratching the last sound or I'm scratching the last. You right. know what I mean? Right. The last and word there's, there's of the record. You know, yeah, it's the other record. You know what I mean? I think a lot of us on the West Coast came up with the you know we had Wicked Mix and Lethal Weapons and things like I that those. to yeah. our you know to our you know disposal. So I think that's it had a lot to do with it. I yeah, feel like that's know. like a LA thing because I feel like the Bay is a little more. You guys' history is more rich with turntablism. Yeah, we like yeah. So Q that's that's where the difference mm-hmm. comes in that we like to cut and we like to actually get more creative. You know, we like yeah, to get yeah. creative with it. So wait, what's so what's an LA style? I feel like LA is more like um just clean blending. Yeah. Um, because we grew up like, on our vice and shit. Yeah, like all the radio DJs were big, like so just real clean blending and on the like radio. You guys had like melody yeah. and like uh, you so know, Mello was probably the guy that. Seems like legendary for us, like for us, like junkies. Like for what I remember from growing up in like the nineties, it was for us. It was basically like the radio guys would just mix all intros, intro, outro, intro, outro, and some some of them would get creative. For me, LA was like you would mix in, you would scratch in or mix in the instrumental, and then go in with the original. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's the way that I heard. And then I, I remember New York was just dropping shit like left and right. Yeah, yeah. but New York radio yeah. was like that. It was instrumental. You would mix in the instrumental. On and the then, radio, but, yeah. and then you yeah. would, yeah. and then you would double up yeah. on yeah, exactly. the main joint. Yeah. You yeah. Know yeah. And it mean? wasn't yeah. really like that in the Bay, but mm-hmm. some of us adopted that style just because we wanted to be different. You know, mm-hmm. that's the style that I was trying to go for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely, you know. And then if you think about it, like Miles Medina, Jay Espinosa, they've adopted a hybrid of the mix, the you know, the mixes, the the eight bars, but they also cut a lot. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't really hear the eight bars with those dudes. I yeah. just hear a lot of a yeah, lot they, of cutting and a lot of like conceptual wordplay and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they're yeah. very creative. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I see those guys as like the new breed of like uh, they're like up there with like four colors act like that. Yeah, vibe, yeah, they're like this new breed. Yeah, yeah, new DJs. Right. Yeah, I think it's well, not uh, new, but younger set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Cool. So, like, so you were doing the emails, mm-hmm. and you were sending them out and stuff like that. And, and then, then they started getting into like random people's inboxes. Um, Skrillex, Diplo, really? Vice, and yeah. then they started hitting me up like, "Yo, hey, send me some more shit. Send oh, me some more oh, shit." Oh shit! So then I started getting that support. So. And that was it, pretty dope. Have they play your shit in like festivals and shit, like mm-hmm. Skrillex? Yeah. Damn, that must be so dope. how long were you doing the intros for free? I want to say from oh like oh seven oh eight to like about twenty fifteen. So like oh good. Shit. So like a seven oh good eight, eight good eight. eight so eight you were doing it for eight years. Almost like a ten, like a ten. Did it know. seem like frustrating? Did it seem like it wasn't getting you anywhere? No, I mean, I was just doing it for fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it helped you as why do you, well, right? I mean, what what did you find fun about him? Because I, I would I, find it tedious a little bit. Yeah, well, for so me, it was just being creative, but also the fact that I was able to meet so many people in the process, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I would just meet somebody, hey, give me your email, I'll send you some edits, and like, 
Was it helping you building. get gigs? Oh, yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially when I was trying to go out of the market. Like, if I wanted to go to L.A. or San Diego, Seattle, you know, Reno, well, whatever. Explain yeah. how that would get you gigs. I think... I just help people, you know, like they'd get, be like, "Can get, you can you make an extended for this?" They would say every that. once in a while I would get something like that. But I think just I've sent so much music. Some people felt like they were in debt. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm indebted to you, man. Like, if you ever come out here, let me know. I got you. You know, okay. so so mm. it opened up a lot of doors like that. You know, so and the exposure was just crazy. I bet. Yeah, so it was like musical bribery. Music drug trade. <laughs> Yo, check this out, man. I just hit you with five extenders. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, if I'm in LA, you know, you got me, right? <laughs> it ain't that. Like, oh, yeah. Ayo, dog, you got me, right? Because I, I just sent you, like, maybe like 20 extenders last week. You got me. Do you and it helped you out. Do you do, like, all genres of music? Or is all there genres, specific? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, everything. Hip hop, EDM. How's the Spanish uh, Latin uh, market on DMS? It's growing. It's like definitely picking up a lot more now, especially how popular Latin is right now. So yeah. yeah, we're working on trying to get everything, but there's so much. Like the Latin world is completely like a whole different beast compared to like hip hop and EDM. You know, like yeah, I think it's hard because yeah. there's pause. I mean, I think because like, <laughs> I've been going on different sites, and I noticed some sites are maybe more focused on. Hip hop, mm-hmm. and some may be more focused on pop, and some might be focused on EDM. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like it's it's hard to get a balance of everything. Right. But I have been noticing some sites like falling off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, yo, they're a little behind. How come they don't have this new shit? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some fucking sites are on point, like fucking dead on. Like, but I feel like with Latin, I can't really tell what's like, gonna be a hit or not. Yeah. The, like the heat. You right, I mean? it's like it's harder to to it's harder to gauge what it's gonna be because well, uh, what I would always do is I would go to iTunes, mm-hmm. and then you just go to the the you the know the, the top top songs in iTunes, yeah, and you can pick dance, you can pick hip hop, R and B, and then you mm-hmm. can pick Latin, mm-hmm. and usually the top fifty, the top twenty to fifty, if you want to do fifty, that can be a little tiring, yeah, but if you look at the top twenty, mm-hmm. it's pretty much a gauge on what's popping right now, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll look, I'll look there, and I'll be like, oh, if I spot like maybe one or two songs, I'll download those motherfuckers. Audio, if you yeah. ever hear Cricket go off of a bad song and then just add something like a thumb fucking drums behind it, he'll play your shit, bro. Yeah. This guy loves it. He's everything. the king of reggaeton from yeah, Fli- 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 Flight told me. You know? Oh, yeah. Flight Cabo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flight you had like one of the better, better sets there ever, so. Who? You had one of the best best sets there. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, even even the management said that was one of the best. Sets. They were just uh, they were happy because I went to the bar and I danced with the bartenders. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I mean it was yo. I don't know why I just miss. I feel like the reggae tone right now sounds like good pop music. It's Latin pop for Latin sure. Latin pop, yeah. and I don't. I feel like that's missing from R and B. That mm, really good, bit. chunky. Um, Boom bap sound, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then I feel like reggaeton has that, that thump, going back yeah. to the beginning yeah. when, we, when we played ecstasy. Like, if yeah. that had some like thump to it, yeah, it would hit harder, exactly. I think, but Kanye, Kanye has always been bad with drums to me, right? I feel like everything, you know, and, and not just 808s, like, it's got to be something different because yeah. everyone's doing 808s. I mean, I remember I saw video footage of him working on Stronger, yeah, and Timbaland had to do the drums, yeah, yeah. His drum sounds and his drums are always horrible. If you remember Gold Digger, 
when we used to play that in the club. Yeah. We had to like eat, we had to you turn had to, the bass down, yeah. turn the mids mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was horrible, bro. Yeah. Or like yeah. it was bad mixing. Notoriously known for horribly for horrible drums yeah. from all of his songs, even like those. He, uh, he like never had like one engineer he worked with because he's so like, especially in those projects. I think A Track and Craze talked about it before where it was like. He frustrated the fuck out of engineers. They're like, "Fuck you!" They would leave, and then <laughs> they'd have to call somebody Kanye? else. Yeah, so really, yeah, might explain it. Like, I don't know if you guys remember when Love Lockdown came out. They came out with like six versions of that. Oh yeah, yeah there yeah. was. It was like a two point oh, yeah, 3.0. 3.0, 3.0, yeah. yeah. What, wait, wait, wait. I don't remember this. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Love Lockdown yeah. because they were redoing the drums. They were redoing the drums, redoing the vocals. You know, mm. that's when he was really like uh, auto tune heavy too. Yeah. And they need, you know, for auto tune, you need to have somebody like engineer it a specific way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, because like, my. And it's crazy now that he has Mike Dean that helps him out with it, so it's been sounding a little bit better. Nice. And the last few projects since like Pablo, in my opinion. I want to talk better. about Mike Dean and, and Kanye. Uh, what? But I want to get into uh, what the fuck were we talking? We were talking about reggaeton, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's big so right I, I think uh, going back to that, I think that's what I'm missing, and I'm missing melodies. Like mm. the way reggaeton songs are built, they sound like R and B songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, definitely, what I mean? definitely has a structure. Yeah. It has structure and mm-hmm. structure, and they they they're produced well, and they're mixed well and mastered well. Yeah, right? and they're fun to play because they're structured. So even though yeah. it might be a certain way, I can mix into this and to that. So you're saying that's what's missing missing in R and B right now? I know that's what's missing R&B. in hip hop and R and B because yeah. the songs don't hit that consistently like that, and there's yeah. no melodies. But mm-hmm. if, if you so, think. you know, like for example, when you play. Like what are the big Tebote. Ni- Tebote. Yeah, but what are the big ninety eight BPM or ninety five to hundred BPM songs right now in hip hop? Like um, big Bank. Taste. Big Bank. Taste. Taste. Swish. Swish. Uh, Swish. Um Rick Flair drop, right? Maybe at yeah. one time, right? Chun-Li. I see Chun-Li. Um, still fine. I mean um, nice for what? Yeah, yeah. But I mean Oh Kiki, right? Uh, yeah. those are yeah, little I mean those are, yeah, yeah little but slower. even Kiki, like that's not really hitting. I mean like that drum, the beat itself is not. Oh to no, me they have to do it, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying uh if you say like Ric Flair drop like that, that has no drum. It's like a it's like a problem. So yeah. like yeah. for me, that's like I don't want to have to play in a club and have to worry about getting out of something right. because I'm not really enjoying the song now. I feel like I'm obligated to play the song right. because it's a top. When you see yeah. that problem, people want to hear. When you see that problem audio, do you usually try to go fix it right away and try to get it out before anybody? Uh, if I can. What do you mean? Like, but. Like, okay, like, that like, 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 like Rick Flair drop, right? Yeah. For me, I feel like it's missing drums. Yeah. So I would go in and put my own drums. Have you done that? I've done that before, mm. definitely. Yeah, that's, what With, is it? The, the 808 almost drowns out a lot of shit. Yeah. That record, right? So you go in. I mean, a lot of the sites, you know, I'll, I'll say this, not just to credit DMS, but like all the sites, the editors half the time are actually producing we're actually having to go in and actually produce around the record. You're like reproducing everything. Yeah, pretty much. I would say like most of the hip hop records that we put intros for, we're we're actually producing the intros or producing or adding added production just so it thumps a little more. Do you have so uh, uh, so how many editors are on DMS? I think twelve right now. Twelve. 12. You're one of twelve. Is you're it? One, you're one of twelve. Twelve disciples. Um, <laughs> are you the best one? No. <laughs> Damn. That would definitely be a. It's a toss-up for me between Scooter and Diggs. So okay. your top three is what you're saying. Scooter from <laughs> from Philly. Okay. Yes. Okay. Is there a competition? What do you mean? Between the editors. Uh, 
not really, because everyone just kind of focuses on their own, you know. Is yeah. it like just representing for the same team since you guys on? Yeah, we we all get along really well, man. I mean, everyone has like their, you know, what they're good at. You In know your what opinion, I mean? what makes them like you feel that they're like the top of the food chain? They they um, uh, especially Scooter. I think he's one of the best ones there. Yeah. He's a perfectionist when it comes to like. Mm-hmm. When you see his like scooter mix or scooter redrum, like yeah, he goes deep. He does spectral analyzing on tracks and like, oh, sure. you know, he does. He goes really deep into production. Like when you see, when you hear his actual remixes, yeah, yeah. like he goes in. Like there, there's a couple like, names that you see and you're like, oh, I'm gonna download that just because I know yeah, those. Yeah, just because you know he's yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like tall boys or like scooter. Yeah, like exactly. That, right? yeah, but Diggs, yeah, Diggs has right. really good stuff. Kid cut up, yeah. you know, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Do all these guys? Do you guys have to work like in a in a in like a producing studio type of shit? Or I like think that everyone has their own environment that they work in. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like I know I know a scooter has a studio. So yeah. For example, like some of those, most of those albums come out on a Thursday, right? So we'll, Say, huh? we'll try to have them by Friday if possible. Friday morning. Yeah. Unless, okay. unless we feel like it, there's nothing. Because I remember you sent me an email with most of uh, J Cole's KOD shit before it was anywhere up. Right. So it was like, does that that's say you? That's because you got the album early on, like I Tuesday, got, right? Yeah, that like no, that was a a label a label representative that I know sent me the waves. So okay, like, okay, okay, oh yeah, but you might get it early, like a day early, or just I, I probably get it a few hours sometimes before. Mm-hmm. I'll get it like at six p.m. or something. But you make we'll, sure you have that edit the next day. We'll try our best to do, you know, like mm-hmm. you know. When so you, are you working at night or yeah. day? So like 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 you're you maybe you're DJing that Thursday night. Does that conflict with you editing the shit? Have you ever edited like on the fly while you're at work? Or no, 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 DJ. Oh, okay. It has to be at home. Editing on the fly. But yeah, yeah. Just try to get. What, try to what get, are these questions you're asking? Yeah, try to get. Are you going into a studio <laughs> if, if and it, producing this? Of no, course, everyone has a home studio, Jamie. No, try to get like an edit out before anybody does. <laughs> what, that's what I'm saying. What I try to do is like if if I'm on the way to the it's gig. Like, if I'm on the way to the gig, I'll listen to the album on the way to the gig. I'll skim through it. I'll be like, uh, all right, okay. song number eight's dope. So I'll just go in the club. I'll just test it out. Wait, so you're not editing the, the files while you're DJing at your gig? Suck <laughs> <like> a dick. <laughs> I heard you say Asshole. wave. Do you do you like to do you use waves? If I, if I, we can get waves, definitely. You prefer- know? But, but some, you know, most of the time it's MP3. But I, I always ask to label people for waves if yeah. possible or AFES. You want to get the high quality shit, so. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. if you get something like Sicko Mode, mm. Travis Scott, Drake, yeah, uh, and you do an eight bar intro, okay, there's no drums for the beginning, yeah, right? Do you try to reproduce drums, or do you snatch drums from another from another song? Uh, you just like for me, like for I did I did the edits for that for DMS, yeah. and I basically redid the intro. Basically, I I have I have a. I have a trap kit, I guess you could say, of sounds. Yeah. Like, whatever the, you know, there's like a, a trap kit that every producer uses. And I'm just like, all right, which snare is it? What key is it? Okay. And then just kind of follow it. Like, I try to build around the track. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'll open up a track and it'll be just kick. So I'll just follow the kick pattern, mm-hmm. the snare pattern, the hi-hats, and then, you know, put it together. How so long does that usually take you? It depends. You're like I'm. I'm down to like maybe ten, fifteen minutes at most. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's just quick. It's nothing. I'm not producing an entire song. I just want to put something. You know. Yeah. Some of these songs. Luckily, lately, a lot of the songs they give you enough room or enough of a synth or something that you could build an intro with. But mm-hmm. you know, you sometimes you <laughs> you got nothing. You got to build something from scratch. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get I'll hear an extended, uh, like an ex- extended song, mm-hmm. and it'll be like a, a DJ premiere intro. Like you yeah. know where they're like. <laughs> 
you know they're like sampling different oh yeah boom. noises yeah 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 and it sounds we try like to avoid that if possible it's like know, a we, cut like cut and chop yeah paste we, and we, shit. we try our best to do more you know make it sound natural i mm-hmm. mean that's probably like for dms definitely we try to make everything sound as natural as so possible. like everyone has a has a position on basically what they're editing and your position is basically all the new shit yeah, you and much, drew pierce yeah me and drew pierce yeah normally and then we have a couple other guys but okay yeah i mean there's not like like yo you gotta do this you gotta do this it's just like there's some new shit. Who's going to jump on it? And sometimes I'll jump on it. Somebody, sometimes it'll be Donk or it'll be one of the other guys. You know what so, I mean? so, I, you know, obviously, uh, could you make a living off of this and not DJ? Yes. Yes. I would have to live, uh, you know, I wouldn't be conservatively? spending Conservatively? Yeah, conservatively. I mean, I already, I already live very conservatively. I don't spend much, but... Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I mean, so you can make a living doing this. Yeah, you can. They treat me really well. You know what I mean? They pay everybody really well. It's the money's not even a question. It's more like let's just make sure we got this dope shit so people can download it. And Dude, I'm in get the wrong. Work. You know what I mean? I'm in the wrong. Business so think right of it. Now. So think of it. I have my hustle as a. I have my <laughs> hustle as a DJ, and uh-huh. then I got the editing and music, and I also do production. So I have these different hustles. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also do corporate and private events. So okay. it's like multiple hustles that you can you know that come off of DJing. So right. definitely, Damn. yeah. So, like, going back to, like, that conversation you guys had with Scissorhands and Crickling Clan, like, if you're a dope remixer or a producer, you can make money, you know, on any site. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you play your cards right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so. Damn. Yeah. It's lucrative, but you got to be really good at what you do, you know, because these, these companies expect quality out of you. you know right. What I mean? yeah. and, and there's, like, a million motherfuckers that want to do it, you know, and there's only so many slots, you know what I mean? Like, if someone was to get fired. Right. What would have? To, what, how would they f- have to fuck up to get fired? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I can't think of any reason why. I mean, it, I don't know if you stole money from the company or something. I don't know. Like, I don't think you know. Do I don't. I'm thinking if you put out whack edits, then yeah. we'll get rid of you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but see, the thing is, there's, well, but there's does already, that happen? but there's quality. There's some whack edits. There has to be some whack edits. Yeah. It, it, there's quality control when everything. You know. Oh, I got a good question. Have any editors ever had a ghost producer? That they got caught with. That's a good like reason to get fired. Uh, not that I'm aware. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey man, listen. I've been asked to ghost produce, but you know, like, for other yeah. editors. No, nah, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, is your mic working? Hello. Yeah, I'm gonna turn you off for like a couple minutes. All right, yeah. just because these questions, yeah, because these questions of ghost producing edits. Ghost edits. You know what? I'm I, open for ghost, ghost producing edits. <laughs> I, I did. I did wonder sometimes, though. No, no, I'm just joking. Your mic's on. <laughs> wow. Um, I should turn it off. <laughs> I'm gonna put a collar on you next time. That fucking that just tases you and shit. A shock collar. Say something wrong. Like, I, got, I got a good question. <laughs> no, you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like I you, don't, I don't, I do get it. Unfortunately, and it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, a stupid yeah. question. It's not a stupid question. I, 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 I could, I could, I could say this. I've heard other editors say that that there are people that will be like, "Yo, can you make edits for me?" But you know, there's a. It's not. Lucrative. Well, I always wondered if, if like, for example, if a DJ city or if another, if another site had an edit, mm-hmm. I always just wonder, like, why not just download that shit and put in on your site i think there's a way that you, you there's there's ways you can check where 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 stuff if comes from if it's yours yeah yeah it's easy to find out 
It's like tagged a certain way. Or well, it's it. tagged. It's the the way that it's produced. Um, you could look at the waveforms. You could do spectral analyzation. I mean, it happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's been a problem in the past before. You know? Would you call it spec spectral spectral analyzation? Spectral. Yeah, where you basically spell that, please, Cricket. Go ahead. You open you open up the wave and you can like look at different. You know, oh, okay. Yeah, you can Damn. go in. Yeah, it's like DNA and shit. Like. Yeah, I mean, to like be honest, kind of college I can, can kind of tell um, <laughs> certain record pools. I can tell their intros. Yeah, I, I can tell. Maybe it's just from years of using them. Yeah, but I can tell like an intro edit from certain uh, record right. pools. Mm-hmm. Damn, spectral. What is it? Spectral analyzation. DNA. Spectral. Yeah. <laughs> like music DNA. It it's, like, like, <laughs> it's like putting a DNA. It sounds like some shit that if my girl couldn't have a baby, like yeah. well, we could try you, you spectral could try analyzation. analyzation. <laughs> what we do is we uh, we open up your waves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh shit. So so we have a chance. Oh uh, so we have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to the editing and all of this stuff. Okay. You've been only doing it for two years? Two years with the company, yes. Now, do you ever get like other websites coming up to you and be like, yo, are you happy? Are you chilling? Every once in a while. You will? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you let the, do you let the you know, DMS know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you leverage that for like more pay, maybe? <laughs> no, because I, <laughs> no, nah, man. I'm I I got I, I have a loyalty to Kevin and to Warren. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they've taken care of me for years. You know what I mean? Like I've known I've known Kevin for years. Like he's known me since like, you know, like we go back a decade. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he's seen me through some really hard times. He's seen me through my divorce like years ago and uh. all that. So we've he knows me real deep. Like you know, pause, but um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like I have a loyalty to them, so I'm not you know I'm not gonna double dip or do anything shady. You know what I mean? So do you like love production more than DJing, or do you have a preference, or do you have them, like, um, you them the same? I love DJing yeah. still more, yeah. but I'm using the DJing to go into the production. So I right. think. You know, I, ultimately, I would want to produce to where I could DJ everywhere in the world. You know what I mean? Like right. Be like a Diplo or DJ. I'm about to ask you: Do you have any like, original productions? That I'm working on original productions. I've been working on it for a few years, but yeah. nothing that uh, that I'm ready to put out. You know, like right. I'm very, I'm very uh, particular about the way I want things to sound. So. For, for the Bay Area, having a big music sound up there, like Kalani G's, have you tried producing for them or anybody like? No. Any no, I'm not at that level yet. So oh. you know, I'm 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 honest with myself. Oh. You know. Fuck you, Chris. Laughing at my Jamie questions. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Jamie question. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> That's a new segment. Yeah, <laughs> Hashtag new Jamie question. <laughs> Jamie question. Well, like, uh, what is your production based and like mostly in hip hop? Is it EDM? Um, yeah, a bit of, a bit of both. Like twerk, Moombaton. Yeah. Like Moomba, I was really big on Moombaton for years ago. So okay. definitely that kind of vibe. But you, but yeah. as far as production, when you say focus on that, you want to do like more remixes, right? Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, remix work and go into original production yeah. work. Yeah, and I would love to. Like an ultimate goal for me would be to play festivals. Like that yeah. would, that's something that I've always really. Yeah, like, I mean, I know it's it's kind of a weird thing, but it's something that I would. What what attracts you to festivals? Like a Coachella or like yeah, a, like okay. stuff like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just it's good exposure. You know what I mean. Just people knowing your shit. Do you guys? Would you ever want to do a Coachella? I would do it. I wouldn't mind doing it with an artist. No, I don't I would know do. if I would want to be. I would want to do it I, just me. I think doing. I don't think artists. they would want to. They would want a hip hop DJ at Coachella. No, they done some. No, at Coachella they done like, like Z Trip did a, did one. I mean that's Z Trip. He's he's a hip hop. He's a hybrid though. Did A Track do it? I think no. it's more of a turntable. Um, yeah, AM and Travis did it, but that mm-hmm. was like Man. they had See, like, yeah, like something rock. like that. Like AM was like a, a rock star celebrity DJ. That's different. Uh, mustard. <laughs> 
He did it? Yeah, it must have been. He got a point. I mean, and Metro Boomin did it. Yeah. Believe it. Wow. But I'm not just a hip hop DJ. I play everything, so you know, yeah. like EDM mm-hmm. and trap and everything too. So, but for me, it's more like a lot of the people that are performing at these places, they're not really DJs. You know what I mean? They're just producers. I don't know if I would want to yeah. do a festival. It doesn't yeah. seem. I like the environment. I don't know. Maybe I'm just I'm attracted to that environment. I grew up on raves, so like. Did you? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I played drum and bass for years, and that was like back then. I'm like, yo, I want to be a big drum and bass guy, but now I'm like. So say if you was to do it, you wouldn't be playing all hip hop, right? You'd be mixing it up. Oh yeah, it'd be, it'd be like you know trap, mumbo mm-hmm. like think like party favor and that kind yeah. of vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Mo Green and uh, Yellow Claw, like Flosterdamus, like that vibe. Like I love that yeah. vibe. You know, my, Grand my, Theft. Yeah. My ideal like room would be like kind of like a good five hundred to six hundred person lounge. Yeah, that's not bad either. With like, like just intimacy, just like a good musical crowd. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hard to get, huh? A musical crowd. Yeah, like Vegas that's that's hard. like my that's like my my thing. Festivals. Yeah. You, you would cultivate it though. What you mean? Like you would be playing like disco? I don't know. Dance, if I, I don't like. I'm not attracted. Like a do over? Like you talking like a do over type thing? Like yeah, but even that's. I mean, yeah, I would. Yeah, do over would be dope. But I don't know if I'd want to be like an actual <laughs> or like festival. A everyday people. Everyday people would be amazing. Yeah, I think that party is amazing. Okay. Yeah. What's Every, the other one called? But with DJ Momo. Momo. No, no, no. The 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 other party that he had on a Monday. Good spot. The, the good, good spot. spot. It's not an outdoor thing, but it, yeah, it's like a Monday uh, in New York. And We're talking about DJ Moma's party. Yeah. Right. Um, well, you like the intimacy aspect. I like the intimacy. I feel like a festival is very like. Yeah. It's the overbearing. It's the experience. Too much. Huh? Right. Too much people and shit. I I think so, and I think it's also like it's a little self indulgent. It's where like the DJ is a spectacle, and everyone's looking at the DJ and looking for something to happen. Right. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. like I'd rather in a room like no one can almost maybe see me like they they know where i'm at and they know i'm djing yeah. but i'm not the focal point like the music is the focal point yeah and that's like that's more attractive to me right. but that's, that's like an old school <coughs> that's like an old school <coughs> way of thinking right yeah it is then you guys look high as fuck really yeah we've been drinking this what <laughs> <laughs> it's called aqua bliss who, g- who gave you? Who gave us this shit? The CBD uh, iced <laughs> tea. Yo, my man. What is CBD broken down to? It's uh, it's it's pretty much it gives you a body high. Yeah, it basically calms you down. It, this what they it's what they you. give uh, it's what they give cancer patients when they start to feel pain. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you say you are tripping out. It's great for uh. I'm just. I just had like a sip. Hey, chill. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, sure hey, it's not ecstasy by Kanye West. <laughs> sure Yo, it's good stuff, though. Huh? I've taken CBD a few times after working out. It like relaxes your body, makes okay. you sleep good. I do. I do CBD. Um, the pen? The, no, the, the oils, the gummies. Oh yeah, and for yeah. anxiety, it helps out. For real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah man, I still get crazy. anxious when I get like get on the turntable still. So like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Drink, I don't. I don't drink all the time. I don't drink. I mean, you don't drink liquor. Yeah, I've been drinking over three and a half years. You feel this like this all the time. Like every, before you get on the turntables, before you start, you yeah. get nervous and get like mm-hmm. kind of anxiety. Yeah, like butterflies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I sure. Yeah. So I'll, I'll usually take like one or two gummies and then. Do you I'll get play. nervous every time you DJ? I try not to. I but yeah, I do still. I don't and know. Still. I'm just. But I think it's more like I think it's it's like, like a sign like that. I still love it. You know what I mean? Like, do you still get nervous? I'm gonna be real with you. No, I don't. I do. Only, Never. only I get nervous if I'm doing a new venue. Yeah, because you got your throne, so it's kind of like he's, <coughs> he's, he goes into he knows what his throne is, like his environment. I still get nervous. All right, here's a question. Here's a better question. What's when up? you are headlining, do you get nervous? 
No. Not really. It depends. Like I said, if I'm doing like a, a new venue or a new, a new city, I'm like a little nervous. Gonna be, yeah. the but other than that, it's just like, no, nah, I don't get nervous. Yeah, no come, what about come you? I still get nervous even when I open. Really? Yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah. You serious? You get nervous? Yeah. I I I, I kind of mask it with the excitement and talking shit. Really? So you get anxious so when I get. Wait, you DJ at crossover? You get nervous at no, crossover? No, not crossover. <laughs> Like you said headlining You know his Vice go come in And be like Yo Vice what the fuck, fuck Is this guy playing yeah. <laughs> we, we, we talked We talked for a whole hour While he was DJing yeah, and, and sometimes Depending on who I open for Because I, I have an I idea Of how I want to play for them I, I get nervous too I think so You know what, just, what I actually I do get nervous If I have to DJ for a performer Sometimes mm, What do you mean that, DJ for a performer Like a Like a, like a rapper Like, like a, a rapper, rapper that's, Yeah I won't say names But yeah I get a little nervous But when you have to do DJ their set Yeah Their performance set Exactly that, yeah I enjoy, I enjoy that. Do you get nervous when you're DJing with Cricket? You know what? I used to. Why? Because he's so kind of he's kind of judgmental. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. And he'll let you know it. No, it's nothing I, wrong with that. I think I think every DJ that opens up for you, Cricket, is fucking scared of you. Yeah. I'm not. I'm uh, sure. I got I to ask Mario if he's nervous <laughs> or not. Who's Mario? Uh, the guy who opens for you in San Francisco. Mexican guy. Oh, Temple? At Temple. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's usually pretty chill, but... He's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. really good. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah, young yeah. guy. Really good, yeah. He plays, like, he plays some good reggaeton. He plays a lot of Mumba, like, if we open up the, the, the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah him, him and the other guy, MJ, they open for you all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah two years Is MJ room. the Asian dude? Yes, the Filipino guy, yeah. The guy who drinks, like, my bottle with his <laughs> homie. Wow. Oh, I, don't, I don't know that, but... <laughs> MJ gonna fight you on sight next yeah. time, bro. Nah, yeah. it's kind of it's hilarious. Though. I'll have like two <laughs> drinks and then I'll go to the bottle and it'll be gone. And then all his boys are like, damn. Him man. and his boys are like, they're just <laughs> living. They're living the best life. That's yeah, they're like living bring, my best life. They're bringing like chicks into the booth and I'm like, oh, this must be nice. Like, that's the best you, part. You don't get mad, huh? You don't get upset or mad. Like, I get jealous. Like I'm like, I want to enjoy this, I, but I gotta, <laughs> I gotta worry about this. That's the best part about not drinking. Like I don't have to worry about bottle rats. Like. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't I, get, I don't I, get, I don't get bottles. I kind of hate that sometimes. <laughs> Wait, you don't like bottle rats? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they disturb the flow. For that me. was a nice pause. He was like, think about that. I, don't know. I feel like, I feel like pause. Darren loves all bottle rats. You nah, know? yeah, you do. I don't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like sixty to seventy percent. I you like sixty to seventy percent of them. That's a high yeah. percentage. That's a lot. Why does it say percent. you like that's it? That's six yeah. out of ten girls that approach you. I just, I just that's like low standards. I just like the. Uh, <laughs> I like the environment. Like I like hey, having. I don't know how you guys do it out here though, because you guys have a lot of people in the booth, man. I get like nervous with people. I don't. You know what? I don't like a like, lot of people in the booth sometimes. Yeah, I get it's really. Just, it's nervous. annoying. Yeah. It's not even nervous. It's just like yo. I enjoy that. Huh? I enjoy that. Like how oh, we know if they're your, they your friends and homies, it's definitely cool. But if you don't know these people, they ain't friends. I don't want my like homies them. all around me and shit. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, dancing on me and shit. <laughs> it depends. Like if it's people I know and we're cool, yeah. and if it's like chicks I know and they're cool, yeah. I just don't want strange chicks like yeah. trying to scratch. Yeah. Or like selfies. Yeah, of course. That yeah. always I, I don't like the selfies. Yeah. Oh, they, like, oh, they hit that elbow against the fucking turntables. My my thing is this is like. If you like, and this is where I feel like it changed somehow. But mm -hmm. if you're in the the DJ booth, you kind of gotta be cool. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. like everyone's just thirsty and whack. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like it used to be like yo, if there was like if we was DJing and then like let's say there were like four girls in the booth and your homies are hanging out, you were like yo, who are they? Right. They they cool and they would just be chill. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't be like. 
trying to take selfies. Tell, yeah, they were <laughs> like, you know, trying to cloud chase and do all of this shit. Play, play request kiki. something, play you know? Kiki, play Kiki, play Kiki. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. they would just be kind of cool and yeah. shit. And, you know, and whatnot. And if they did request, they'd be like, yo, you're, you know, like feeling your set. Yo, do you have this song? Yeah. But it wouldn't be like. Now it's different. Yeah, yeah this yeah. entitlement when they come in. And stuff yeah, like that. I still, I, I still get nervous though when I DJ. Yeah, yeah. That's hard to believe. Really, you man. kill that huh? shit, bro. No, you really, nervous. you get nervous. When I get you nervous. Yeah, I get nervous. Yeah. Like when I saw you over in the temple that one time, like I just said, "What's up?" And I just stayed out of your way. I wasn't trying to like mess oh, with yeah, you yeah. all night. Oh, know, at like, temple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like playing a sport. Like you get that nervous feeling before you play the game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's yeah. nervous or if, if it's excitement. adrenaline or excitement. Like anxious, almost too, right? It's anxiety a little bit. Yeah. Cause like your, you know, their whole night, all those people's night depends on your music selection. They don't realize that though. They don't realize that, yeah. but you realize that. I'm, I'm, I mean, I think the only thing, and I, you know, you say a lot of. Well, you said a lot of openers. I make I'm a sure. lot of motherfuckers nervous. Yeah, I'm sure. I will like. Well, never said I'm judgmental. I mean, no, I know nothing bad about it. I'm just, just I just don't you know. think judgmental is what he meant to say. Uh, you ex- you expect to know your shit, like you expect them to know what they're doing their job if i dj with anybody like if me and never are djing right i mean i just want i'm I'm just gonna be like yo i you know what it could be a control factor where i'm like a control freak Mm -hmm. but i I think like i think there should be a rhythm of an of like of of an evening Mm -hmm. and to me if an opener is on another level like if they're on like nine and a half and they're opening for me that's I mean, too, like, too much. I no, I I think it's good, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, he's doing a good job. Then in the back of my head, to be honest, I'm like, so when are we gonna take this? Like eleven, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Nine, nine like, point eight. And it's like the only way I can really do this is if I take it down to back to eight or seven, and then bring him back. Mm-hmm. Right. Or so then I start just strategizing what I have to do, and then. The longer I like, I listen to the person. The more I'm hearing certain songs that are being played, that I may be like, "Oh, damn, he played this, so now I can't play it." Or, "Damn, he's playing this." You don't like repeating music. No, right? no, I don't like repeating music, yeah. and I'll be like, "Damn, he's playing this, and maybe he's not." I, I don't look. I don't mind if a, if a DJ plays bangers, if mm. they make it like a banger. Right. But if when you play a banger, like it's. Like it's, it's like it's a did filler. You just throwing on, yeah. Like, like it's a filler like a song. Filler, that's like perfect. why did you do that? Right. Like that don't make no sense to me. Like if you're gonna make a song, like if you're gonna burn me, like really burn me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, make fire. it worth, make it worth your while. Yeah, yeah. Like make, like really burn me. Like don't just play a song. Get your money's worth. And like play it like it's vibrant thing, Q-tip or some shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like why did you do that? Like why did you do that to sabotage the night? Yeah. And then I just don't respect you because you're obviously. And it's not. I guess it's not. I don't respect you. Like you obviously are showing that you don't understand what's going on. Right. Yeah. And well, I think that's what it comes down to. Is that? And then before it used to be a thing where I would be like, "Why are you trying to sabotage the night?" And now I realize, oh, you just don't understand. Right. You don't get it. You yeah. don't. You don't get that. You're kind of ruining the mood of, of the whole evening. Yeah. And you can't get mad no more. It's like you can't. That's why I'm saying like yeah. when I go to when I have openers and they they might be burning. My only thing is like, yo, if you're gonna burn me, like burn me. Yeah. <laughs> like make it like you know what I mean? Right, like yeah. maybe go like, oh shit. Yeah, bro. have they ever burned you and you're like, yo, he did a good job at burning. Yeah, I'll be like, yo, that dude killed. I'm like, yo, you should be headlining. I should I should be opening for you. There's mad DJs that I tell that to. Right. But mm. I, for me, I'm like, yo, if you like if you're gonna burn, 
like burn, like yeah. go all out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, the if you gonna fuck my girl, don't like you know. Just put don't the tip have ass. Don't go half ass. Don't have ass. Go tear that shit up. You better blow her back out. Yeah, that's how I learned though. Like when I started doing clubs, when I started doing clubs, it was basically. Greg J that I was talking about earlier mm-hmm. um, we would trade off like every two records so he would play two hot records and basically it was sort of like a game he's like alright I'm gonna play these two hot records now you gotta find two hotter records it's it like just, a yeah and that's how I learned like in 0405 when I was like learning you know like, that's awesome that's yeah. like an awesome way yeah. to DJ yeah. and that's I'm, a competitive I missed but I missed the days when people would just get on Right. Like I, if I was at Never, if I went to Never's gig, yeah. where the venue just trusted him so much that I could just get on, yeah. and, and DJ yeah. on his computer, right? Mm-hmm. Like for some reason that all stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't want that. I don't it's know. If they don't want it anymore. It's, it's a look. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. I a lot of times. Like maybe like two thousand five or six. My first time ever going to Tower Vice was headlining, and then like you had to you the headphones. Like five hopped on, and oh, then shit. like Scratchy hopped on, yeah. and yeah. the Deluxe hopped on. It was just cool, and I was like, damn, like all these dudes must be nice if they just all just getting on. Yeah, yeah, and it know? was it was kind of like, but it was also different because back then you didn't have so many edits of a certain song. Right. So we go on someone's laptop, you don't see like. Ten different Ten versions, different versions yeah. of one nah, record. You, you still, you still had like weird kind of shit too. But it wasn't did. as bad like it is now. I would think it was bad because I was like around the mashup era, so it I would think some bad mashups. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was it was pretty bad. Sometimes. It wasn't a lot like it is now. Like it is now, I don't know. That was a lot. Though. I think it's, it's a lot I, now. No, I just think that people knew music. So like, if I went on some dude's laptop that I was cool with, yeah, he may not have. A certain amount of songs that I'd be like, oh, you don't have this, you don't have that, because I would we, I remember like me rocking Ross or even you, we would go on certain dudes' laptops and we would fuck around mm-hmm. and we would look at them like, yo, you don't, you ain't got this. <laughs> that was the only thing they didn't have certain yeah, songs. Yeah, but but you kind of lost respect for them, or you just looked at them <laughs> a certain way, like, fam, like, yo, fam, really? you don't, you, how you not have this? Or you would fuck with them like, yo, you you got the eight bar instrumental for Juicy. <laughs> but you don't have the OG Juicy record, like you. Juicy. You don't have like you don't have you don't have Biggie hypnotized, right. or you don't yeah. have like Jay Z. Uh, what is that? Uh, just want to love you. I just want to love you. You got the extended version. Why you need the extended version? Oh, I've no. never played the intro version of Hypnotized yeah. ever. I don't. I feel as if someone you did, played I'd the be like, extended. No, I've never played it. Oh, when I, I always first, drop it. dude. When I first moved to Vegas, when I first moved to Vegas, and I won't put him on blast. <gasps> But there was a ton of fucking DJs doing that West Coast Cali extended <laughs> mix set. Okay. And I was like, why are they playing the extended to like Joe Budden pump it up? You know yeah. what I mean? And all of these joints. Yeah. Wow. It was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I don't even think I have intro version to pump it up. It was. Maybe I think it's weird. Like I don't. And I, th- I, I don't know if I trip. And I know that Cali is. There is hip hop in Cali. So I'm not saying that. Cali doesn't have hip hop, but right. I always question that maybe the West Coast style of DJing is not the best, uh, the best mixing style for hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think it should be more inst- like aggressive. It and should be more instantaneous. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that is one of the things that I didn't really understand when I, I think it goes back to it. for the West Coast. A lot of guys didn't start out DJing hip hop. So their style be that, might have come from like rave a house or yeah. rave scene, yeah. and they DJ hip hop that way. Just like we, I was, we were just talking with Audio uh, One earlier. I feel like a lot of DJs that we've had that came on the show, even though they came from hip hop, they had to do a rave in order to DJ in front of people. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there wasn't like a scene unless it was maybe a house party, right? Yeah. Right. House parties or frat parties pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, then so there was no hip hop nightclub or there was no hip hop club scene here. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, I mean that could attribute time. to it maybe. Yeah, just yeah. the fact that they did that. Like, I also think like the production on the East Coast is more hard hitting than the ones in the West Coast. Like you got Just Blaze, you got Swiss Beats, and they come in knocking with the first fucking f- dropping from the one. Like a lot of Just Blaze beats just come fucking hitting. So I think it has to do with the production as well. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's the production. Yeah, I don't know my. I think so. You're like, uh, you're like oh for twenty five today. <laughs> <laughs> we all have a cold streak. Here, have some CBD water. <laughs> 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 if you don't hear from me in the rest of the podcast, it's this great CBD we're drinking here. Yo, this, that's yeah. Aquabliss, man. Yo, it's kind of like, uh, it's kicking in. It's yeah, I feel like the inside of my body's glowing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on ecstasy by Kanye West? What's the name of that shit? Uh, Aqua Bliss Mango Iced Tea. That's a local Las Vegas dude who yeah. gave that to us. And wow. CBD enhanced iced tea made with alkaline water and natural flavors. He Ooh. said, I said, wait, I asked him, do you make that here? And he said, yes. And I wasn't impressed. I was scared. Like, where are you making that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, glu- is it in your garage? Yeah. It's like, gluten free, GMO free. <laughs> like, Let's give him a shout. It's, his uh, Instagram is Drink Aqua Bliss. And we need to do all that. But I know. Yeah, no, but I mean, I might want to get some, man. By the so. way, we got this at uh, uh, this this uh, boutique that opened today. Still moving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's one of my uh, my ex-managers who used to work at New. Angel Shout Rodriguez. Shout out to Angel. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Dizzy. Yes. Uh, and they did, they opened a boutique uh, here in Las Vegas. Another boutique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Congrats and then we had, to them. We also have good fucking vegan tacos. Yeah, what was oh, the yeah. vegan? Yeah, what's the name of the um, uh, Poncho's Vegan Tacos? Dude, this is like the Yo, worst. Shout out to Poncho's Vegan Tacos. This man. is like the, the, the part of the podcast where everyone is like, this is brought to you by. Out. <laughs> no, no, we're sponsors. sponsors. <laughs> where it's like sponsors, but no one's paying us a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Poncho's <laughs> Vegan Tacos Mobile. Well, we got, we got a di- um, discount on the tacos, right? We did. Yeah. Well, y'all ate the. F- Shout out to DJ y'all, Exile. Y'all fucking feast up. And the I didn't know he was a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah He's but a resident. He, had, he opened up his little taco vegan truck like uh, October. Like, he said it's on yeah, the year October twenty fifth, I believe. It was good. Yeah. That was good, man. It was that really burger, good. That burger was. The al pastor tacos Yo, were the I hate carne asada fries, like real carne asada fries. You ate fries. most. Wait, of them. shut up. Can I finish it? <laughs> Drink the CBD water. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I I hate carne asada fries, but the fries that he gave that you know those were. Yeah. Fucking spectacular! Yeah, those are good. Yeah, congrats to him. Yeah. All right, enough of the uh, unpaid sponsorships. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. But no, back to what you were saying. Like even growing up, I don't think there were too many hip hop clubs in, in LA? LA that I know of. And then I think a lot of the DJs that ended up doing hip hop came from another genre that they started out, and that probably attributes to the mixing or the style. Yeah, right. So I'm, I'm sure you guys I mean, like. And then also in the Bay, like turntablism was really big too. I mean, yeah, but how did, what was the scene like in the Bay? It was still like. Raves and Cali's, but y'all, y'all had hip hop. Right now or, or back then? I mean, back then. Back like, then it was like. Let's talk about your come up. Right. Um, back then, I mean, there was hip hop clubs. I mean, you know, there was house clubs. And there was drum and bass raves. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I came up on the raves, so you know, I was one of those. Uh, what, what What made you start wanting to DJ? Um, let's see. Long story short, I was uh, ten years old, and I was in middle school. Eleven years old. I was in middle school. And uh, there was a big gang problem in my area. So around my... What, what part of the Bay are you from? I'm from Hayward, California. I'm south of Oakland. I'm okay. in the East Bay. So 
I'm 30 minutes from the city, 30 minutes from San Jose, so okay. pretty, you know. But back then there was a, you know. San Jose's pretty bad, right? I don't know about. I don't know. No. Maybe I don't know. I don't pay attention too much. Really? Now. Yeah. Okay. But back in the day, there was like a big gang problem, so they were having these diversion programs. They were having like an after-school program because around eleven, twelve, they were trying to get the kids into gangs. So they had this after-school program, and they gave us mentors. They were, you know, like help us with homework and shit. Just so happens that the mentor I got was a DJ, and he just broke all the DJ and shit down to me. Wow. Oh, shit. You know, and then he started doing the DJ events at the school, and, you know, he's like, hey, come up here with me, you know? Like, you know, and then I looked like the man when I was 11, you know, handing this guy <laughs> records and shit. And That's I'm like, dope, man. And it, it was just one of those things, like, yo. Literally changed your life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's weird. Like, yeah. you know, so what was, like, the biggest record at the time when you started DJing? I don't know, like UMC's Blue Cheese, maybe? Something wow. like that. That, <laughs> kind of, that kind of vibe. Like, you know, like, yeah. wow. like third base. I don't know, like yeah. MC Search. Y'all were playing like, that shit uh, out there? Yeah. Wow. That's the funny thing. Like, I heard you guys talk about East Coast, West Coast. Like, I don't think it affected as much out there. You know what really? I mean? Like, cause we were still playing, like, I grew up on, like, e like, for me, I'm a West Coast cat, but I grew up all New York. E really? Like, all my shit is, like, Onyx, you know, Red Man, Method Man, you know, all that, Wu-Tang. Yeah, I think no. San Francisco, yeah, yeah. San Francisco, all the, that area, that's like an East Coast city and the West Coast. That's why it kind of yeah. really yeah. breaks. Yeah, why is that? That it has that East Coast yeah. vibe. They got subway. Is it the weather? I think it's the weather. I think it's the weather. It's very cold. The fog. Yo, I never thought of trains. A lot of public transportation. I think it is the weather. A lot of people shitting and pissing on the street. Okay, man. The weather has a lot to do with it, though. I think the weather does have a lot to do with it. There is a lot of New York people out there, too. I feel like it's an easy transition if you're coming from the East Coast to, like, the Bay. It's an easy transition. Yeah, definitely. I never thought about that. Yeah, especially if you don't drive. You're used to cold climates. Yeah. A um, lot of diverse culture. Can you get around the whole Bay Area in the BART or just part of it? You can, but it's not convenient. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not like New York. You, could, you know, in New York, you could get everywhere on the subway. But so BART's pretty easy, though. I've done it a yeah, few times. It's not bad. So yeah. you, you you basically were that, like, what is it, like a like a boys club almost or like a big brother club? Yeah. 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 And then, so, like, so... What, so then you were like, yo, I want to save money and get my own turntables, or what happened? I started buying records, and then I met another cat. This guy's name was Randy Galaxy. He's still a producer, and he's a promoter in the bass still, and I've been friends with him since I was 11 years old. Um, he was selling mixtapes at the flea market, and he gave me a mixtape, and that was the first time I ever heard anything like it. You know what I mean? Like, So I, I knew the DJing part, like playing records and how people react. Yo, that's a really good feeling, you know? Like, yeah. all right, this is dope. But I didn't know that you can mega mix and make, you know, four track mm -hmm. mixtape stuff. And that really blew my mind. Like, yo, you could put this acapella with this beat. Over and this beat. Yeah, yeah you know, stuff like that. You yeah. know, I never, you know. And then at that point is when I, f I discovered, like, Cameron Paul and all these other people that were, like, old school mega mixers and stuff. And, you know, then I'm like, yo, I got to get into this somehow. So I started buying records and I just did the post tape shit for a few years and... I met another cat a few years later. I got the turntables from him, the 1200s, and I'm still good Damn. friends with them. And that guy became my mentor, MK2, so, and I'm still mm. friends with him to this day. So, yeah, that guy taught me everything, though, like, literally, how to put records together, uh -huh. how to mm -hmm. make blends, you know, and they kept the four-track recorder for me for two years. They're like, you got to put in work for two years, and then we'll give you the four-track recorder. Uh. So, uh. in 96, I got the Tascam 424, so, uh. yeah. 
and I still have it at home. Tascam was the shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah so Tascam. But I was, was yeah, I was lit- that's literally what I was. I was just a kid with a bunch of like I was buying all the maxi singles, all the all the records, and you know just post taping everything, and I was selling little little tapes for five bucks, you know, to my my friends in school and shit. So, so you were into the like the the tapes more than actually wanted to do parties and stuff. I, originally, because I didn't really know, you know. Yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. And then I got the more I got exposed to it, and then I got into rave culture. Once I got into rave culture, then I was able to like, all right, well, let me see what a hip hop party is like. So then what got you into rave culture? My cousins, they were into. They raves. just drag you out there. Yeah. And you were like, I don't fuck with this. I didn't know what it was. They're like, hey, put on these Mickey Mouse gloves, you know, get some glow sticks, you know. <laughs> Were they cholos or what? <laughs> like techno cholos, I guess you oh can God, say. You know? yeah. Yeah. You're from L.A., come on, yeah. man. Like, yeah, 501. Yeah. 501. Wait, like, like, this is Jenko era, like, you oh, know, yeah. like, yeah. See, LA guys would know what that is. Yeah, me and never don't. Well, know you guys, you guys, you guys had NASA in, in New York yeah. back in the day, like yeah. Concrete Jungle, like mm-hmm. those events. Like, I remember what? NASA. Twilo, like all those spots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What's the Mickey Mouse gloves? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's some raver shit. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. The finger tricks and all that. Yeah, with the lights on hey. the fingertips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fingertips. This guy knows. <laughs> I went to high school with a bunch of them dudes, man. Yeah. So see, like it was like housers and ravers, yeah. and so I was sort of, I was sort of like. Is that uh, a term? Techno ch- uh, cholos? cholos? I don't know. I don't know if it was, but that, that was just, you know. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. With the Ben Techno Davis on right. and the Cortez is on. Yeah. So. That's dope. But, so I, was, I, I keep I was thinking about the Mickey Mouse gloves. Like, going <laughs> right. to the clubs yeah. and seeing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you put on, like, the Carhartt vest, you know. And, yeah. I just thought of, like, mimes. Are they miming to each other? Kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Having, yeah. like, a mime battle. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing up gang signs. <laughs> so it was interesting. I was like, so I have all this, like, hip-hop you know side and then i had like the raver side you know and then yeah, yeah. you know it who knew that like you know years later all of that would collide you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you know and then radio our radio djs were fucking dope as fuck man. Mm. i mean franzen was running shit back then you know, is, uh, yeah he's, he's one of those djs that he can scratch really fucking well and yeah. he rarely does it yeah. uh when uh, during the night but like when yeah. he goes in he I goes lis- in i man. listened to him when he would just play miami bass sets on the radio like he would mm-hmm. just do like luke like, oh like wow. doo doo brown like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that's that's what we came up on that's what was great like this was funny that we have open format and then mash up like 10 years ago yeah like we were always mashing shit up in the bay like like uh-huh. playing a disco record and then following it up with a funk record mm-hmm. following it up with a hip-hop yeah, record yeah, yeah. like yeah. that was like second nature to us like, f- and, and in new york too like it was I like i feel like it when it starts heading towards the midwest and like the central states yeah they lay, it became mashup or something like right. that you know what i mean right it became like this term like right. you know like I want to know where that came from. The term? Like know, Rolling Stone. Mashup? I feel like some Rolling Stone article like started <laughs> just talk, calling it mashup. So then you did the DJing and then early 2000s where you're just doing parties. I was just stuff? doing underground raves pretty much. I was yeah. just playing drum and so bass and hip hop. Yeah. Shit. And it was my friend Greg J. He was actually a big breakbeats DJ in the rave scene. And he got into the club. Somehow he got into the club scene. And he was like, yo, man, like, and then he showed me some videos. He's like, you got to see these guys from Vegas, like, AM, Vice. You mm-hmm. know, like, yo, like, these guys are playing everything back to back. Like, yeah, yeah. you can play rock and hip hop and everything. I'm like, yo, that sounds kind of dope. And the crazy thing was when I was playing raves, there was really no money. It was like gas fade or 50 bucks or whatever. I kn- and it was never ever about money, but, like, my first gig when I did a club, I did two hours. They gave me $300. So it was just like, really? Like, yeah, you you dope. Come back next week. We'll give you another three hundred dollars. It's like no brainer. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty so, good. So I DJ yeah. for like I DJ for like ten years for nothing, and then all of a sudden I started making money. It was like, wait, what's gas fade? 
like 20 bucks. Oh, like, they, like, like, like Nas you know. or some shit you get high off. No, 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 no. <laughs> Gas fade. <laughs> I don't know. I know That's that what they call it. The Nas shit was like big in LA. In LA yeah, yeah, in the so racing. But no, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not getting paid drugs. I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'll pay you in pills. <laughs> so how is the Bay Area scene right now? It's interesting, man. I mean, we have... Because, um, uh, not to interrupt, but you guys went through, like, a bottle service stage a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, you were, they were trying to be like, yo, let's be like a Vegas club. Oh, yeah, for sure. And is it going back to, like, let's just be, a, like, go Party. to our roots on some Bay Area shit, right? It's going back now, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, unfortunately, like, the bigger spots have been closing. Like, Infusion closed this year, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, that definitely, that place closing definitely is like a sign that something is changing. You right. Know what I mean, mm-hmm. because before it was Seller and then Ruby Sky ended up, you know, changing management, you know, and yeah, that yeah. was like one of the big EDM spots. So there's only so many big clubs open now. So for us, it feels like the lounges and the bars are where it's really cracking right now all over the Bay. Yeah. And that's yeah. your bread and butter, right? That's what you stand? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. More than, more than the major clubs. And Infusion, is it? Oh, go ahead. Infusion was open for what, 10 years? I want to say good 10 yeah. years. That yeah. long? Yeah. Think I so. Like I so eight or oh nine. Wow. Sometimes yeah. I don't. I wouldn't know. You'd have to ask Iraq. He probably. He probably I think so. That. So yeah. you, did you come up with Iraq or did he? Uh, he had a different come up. Like he he was part of SBC DJs, I believe. Like which is a what uh, is that? That was like a a, a mobile DJ crew. So what um, do you mean a mobile DJ crew? In the Bay Area, there's like a big lineage of uh, DJs that came up. Like mobile DJs, pretty much. But back in the day, they would have like mobile DJ battles. So it'd be like one crew. You mean they had they bring the speakers with them and shit? Yeah, the lighting oh. and all that shit. So he, I, I believe he came up that way. You probably have to interview him for more specifics. I'll never interview Iraq. Oh <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, yeah, Iraq, you hear this? Is he, <laughs> is he nah, from Hayward or where is he from? I believe he's from Daly City or San Francisco. He's okay. from the East. I believe. I, I mean, uh, he's been dodging us, no? Nah, not really. We just haven't had. Yo, just Iraq, haven't why are you dodging us, Iraq? <laughs> He's down to come you know, on. You know him. Nah. He's gonna get mad about this. Nah, he's like, "Why are you dodging us?" <laughs> nah, he's good, man. I did. I when I first started doing radio, like he was around, and then he got me into Infusion. So he he co-signed for me in a lot of places. So yeah, yeah. definitely, I could say I owe him. You know, like you know, gratitude. You for don't that. owe him shit. You don't owe him shit. You <laughs> rock. You don't owe him a goddamn I, thing. Trust me, man. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say, like, I've gotten far. Like, as far as I've gotten, it's just I've been. I you know, I'm grateful for the people who you know give me the opportunities. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. not everyone does that. Not everyone. Cool size for you, you know what I mean. Now Ewok gonna get kind of gassed up. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! Don't do, don't you? Th- you can't say things like that about Iraq. He's gonna get g'd up like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's funny because me and him have a, a very different relationship yeah. on how we met. Mm. But uh, we'll talk about. I'll talk about that when when he gets on the yeah, show. Nah, you should be on. Uh, Are there any big day parties in in the Bay Area right now? Yeah, um, this is the crew uh, Anthony presents. They do Sundays, which is probably their biggest. Friends and does that one, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Friends and mm-hmm. does like I heard that one. Are, are the day parties popping a little more than like nights? Like, yeah, it, does it seem like the the bottle service nightclub turned into the day club? Yes, definitely. Yeah, because it's easier for people to come out in the day, get drunk, and then go home. What do you, you think? It's a new generation where they want to be functional the next day. I think. I mean, I don't know, man. Because <laughs> I think it's I know, really responsible. I know. I know. I, you know. I mean. Speaking for all of us, we're like in a, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you know, like, I just remember going to the club, DJing, getting faded, and then going to work like three hours later. Like, that was my life for years, you know what I mean? (laughs) Until I became a full-time DJ. I think it's really responsible that this new generation is like, 
I don't really want to be wasted the next day and well, feel like the irony is they get more wasted now than before. Like I think people get way more wasted now. I mean, people yeah, are not during the day, right? Oh yeah, for sure. It's easier to get wasted in the daytime. You well, know? I feel like in a lot of cities, day parties are still relatively new, right? Like right. Just, like just started doing them, right? Yeah. Like I think Vegas was the one city that was consistently doing day parties, right? Because of the weather, a lot of they can have too. it from March to like October. Mm-hmm. But East Coast, they can't do that. Like it's like what was the first fucking pool party out here? What Republic? No, rehab. Uh, rehab. Yeah, rehab. Sorry, rehab. That rehab, was yeah. that. All right. That was the first one. It's about to end this year. Huh? Last, like a big last season. Yeah, it's the last season. It's like that. Wow. Yeah. Like I think Verizon taking over the whole property. Oh, that's and crazy. they're gonna build something else. Is it him or Hard uh, Rock? Yeah, the hard rock. Yeah, exactly. Dude, uh, mm-hmm. That earns Virgin, right? He's a part of yeah, Richard, Richard exactly. Branson. Yep. Huh? He's Richard Branson, the guy that owns Virgin Airlines. Uh, he's a part of it. Yeah. That's really? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that means it's going to be big money. Yeah. It's going to be whack. No. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. That's too corporate. No. I don't know. I don't know. When you have like a, a large corporate entity like that take over, yeah, it needs some type of like grassroots, right? I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, think, I'm sure, I think, I'm I sure it'll be, like, ideas. big and mega, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, from what I heard, it, he's going to turn rehab into a, a micro version of his island that he owns. Mm-hmm. Like, the pool, like like a like an island theme. I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's, that's what I heard. That's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to turn Vegas is a whole You know he owns an island. Like a, he owns, like a, like, a ridiculous island. Yeah, yeah. And, he owns uh, a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. That's insane. Anyway. <laughs> You're creative. You know, I mean, I mean, I notice day clubs popping up everywhere, and it's almost been taking over nightclubs. So, like, I've always, I think there's got to be like a rec- like a, a definitely like a renewed know, focus, a renewed focus. Yeah, and yeah. it's funny because a lot of day parties don't even have pools. No one well, in LA, and LA is <laughs> LA, just fucking yeah. the club during the day. I feel like, like the ones in, the ones in New York don't have pools, right? Yeah. No, the day no, no, yeah. just need a rooftop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. most of the ones in the Bay don't. <laughs> yeah, like Red Cup, fucking Do Over, other shit. In LA they never have no yeah. fucking pool. Like my boy, uh, my boy uh, Jerome Baker the third in DC. Yeah, he does like a shit ton of day parties really out nice there. Guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, they don't even I don't even know If they have a rooftop They just need like Open windows and shit You know to like Let the air in Get in where you're fitting you Yeah, know? yeah. That's yeah. fucking sad So the, that's popping up in, in It's popping Bay, a lot yeah. more In the Bay Yeah definitely for So sure. like when you Where are your gigs Mostly in San Francisco Because I always wondered Like my The places I play Are mainly bars and lounges like, In San Francisco Yeah I don't I, don't, I rarely play like The big spots Is there an yeah. Oakland scene there is, uh, there is an Oakland scene, but it's mainly like bars and lounges. There's no nightclubs and no no big nightclubs out there. One 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 of my homies is out there, Sake One. You know, yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah. He does like the big lounges out there. He yeah. does over yeah. there. Yeah, because yeah. he's been doing his own party for a minute. Yeah, so no, yeah, it's yeah. popping. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, all his events are pretty good. Shit. Yeah. So I play a lot in the South Bay, like in the Silicon Valley, like Sunnyvale, Mountain View. Mm-hmm. I play out in the Los Gatos and. Uh, downtown San Jose like oh, San so Jose is like really popping now it's more so it's more like more top 40 where you play Sunnyvale's where the Levi Stadium is at is that right yeah yes okay yeah they have clubs down there so is it like more is it more top 40 or is it still it's a mixture man like yeah. this like hip hop right now is dominating everything it doesn't matter where you go like, that's true though isn't it yeah cause like, it's not hip hop anymore yeah I don't even Cause when I when I think about hip hop, it's a very personal thing to us, right? Yeah. Because it was like if there, no one was listening to it. Like, if there was, we were a small group of motherfuckers listening to it. it started growing, 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 and now it's to a point where everybody's listening to it. So like, it's now it's pop. It's top. No, it's top forty. It is top forty. Top forty, 40 yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, it's funny yeah. talking about hip hop. I saw uh, that one flyer postcard 
when DJ Cool Herc did his party. It was August 11th, and yeah, August 11th just Whoa. passed by. What'd you say? Cool Herc. He mm-hmm. did the flyer post posted kind of note. Or no, sticky note. Yeah, I know. Come in, come in, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a flyer. The original flyer from like the first hip hop party yeah. was um, August 11th. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I hate so that's that never saw the game you struggle about. I, know, I, I just wanted like, to see you struggle for a minute. Die, yeah. motherfucker, die. <laughs> Wait, you called it a post it note? It was a post it note. It was like an index it was on card. A, it was on a card. It was like it was an index card. It wasn't a flyer? No, it was like. That was the flyer, but it was on an index card. But it was written with a pencil. It was in pencil. Oh. And this is the, the end of the summer or some shit like that. But I saw it being posted everywhere. It was like the forty fifth. It was forty fifth anniversary. I hate that. Never. Yeah. Saw yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Never, yeah. Saw me, never saw me struggle with this. Wait, what is this for? DJ I mean, cool the last party. last or the other day it was like the forty fifth anniversary of hip hop. Hip hop culture. And this is like uh, the first hip hop party at um what was it said? Fifteen twenty Segwick. Segwick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And there's a postcard. How come I couldn't understand that from what you said? Because I struggled thinking it was a I'm sorry, Jamie. Because he drank that CBD, probably. Shit. (laughs) The thing is, this is a continual problem with uh, with Jamie. I know. I had it, and then I I was waiting for you to. You you almost had it. It's like, all right. Let me die in the ocean. I almost wore the shirt, too, that said 1520. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I want to represent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. it's sad, and I don't know if it's my age, or I don't know if it's uh, if it, if it's whatever. But you're, I, you're not old. I mean, how old are you? I don't. <laughs> Twenty five, bro. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm just. I think like, uh, I'm just starting to understand it. I think it maybe this year that hip hop is like pop. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, like I said, it's top. But always, it's, it's, always considered pop top. Can 40. we say commercial? Huh? Maybe commercial. Maybe no, no, no. Commercial? Because I feel like. The first time hip hop was commercial was was like more money, more problems. Yeah, the jiggy era. The jiggy era. Yeah. Oh, okay. Will Smith. Nah, I mean, Run DMC walked this way. Oh, that's true. That's ha- true. Hammer. But, but, but for me, for me, for me. All right. Well, for me, me for right. me, it was like when when Run DMC came out with Raising Hell and walked this way. That okay. was like the yeah. first sign. That of was groundbreaking. Yeah, because hip hop crossed it, it over on the pop charts, and it was on the music videos. Were showing. Exactly. They were right. showing the music videos. MTV yeah. was showing it. Was like, was like, and all that. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. How does the Bay Area feel about MC Hammer? Like, is he like? He's Bay, respected. He, he's respected, man. He's like. I always a, wondered that. Like, how do people look at he, him? If you've ever heard it, if you've heard any stories of uh, rappers talking smack about Hammer back in the day and him clapping back, they were true. Yeah, yeah, like, like uh, there was beef between him and third base. Yeah, back yeah. in the days, that was true. And then I think uh, Redman too. What I do you mean clapping back? Like, what, what do you mean? I think rappers used to just name drop him in rhymes. Yeah, yeah. And then because there was him a detachment, his, they didn't they, know. They thought where he was soft. Yeah, they well, thought he was soft, but they don't they realize didn't know what was up. When you're from Oakland, exactly. it's, so, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. It's just like where I'm from. Like you don't you don't fuck around. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like. Yeah, man. I, yeah. Was, I, I mean, he's yeah. Like I said, like he might be seen as a tool or whatever to some people, but he was like one of the highest selling artists ever. Yeah. At that time, exactly. And yeah. He was sponsored by everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, he had Pepsi deals and all that. You know what I mean? Yep. He, was, he was like Michael Jackson for a minute, and he was yeah. from Oakland. Mm-hmm. But like now, it's like he's just very you know respected. Like him and Too Short. You know. I just like, feel like you know. when I hear people talk about Barrier Legends, I feel like sometimes his name gets left out and it's unfair. Like yeah, they, they mentioned Too Short, E Forty, right? Dre. Like I feel like he should be in that. No, he definitely should be. Yeah, but there's there's a reason why he's not in that conversation. Right. And I would assume is that because the music didn't it reflect. didn't speak to reflect and he didn't talk about the streets maybe as much. Yeah. Right. And it was the music was almost like it, it was, was different. Yeah. It was catered to like the well, general it, public. It wasn't the first album wasn't like that, right? No, not the first one. But it was one, the dance, yeah. it was yeah. mainly 
it was, it was after the second one yeah, where don't like, touch this. Yeah, you can't touch this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it became mainstream. Yeah, yeah but the yeah. first album was like turned his mother out. It was all about dance and like dance. But that, but, that, but it had some like everything was. It had some little hard, harder hip hop songs on that did first it? album. It did, but yeah. but at the time everything was dance. Every, everybody, you know, it was like yeah. kidding player, like you know, yeah. like, it, was it, was like without, it was like the whole hip hop era, yeah. like you know, everybody's you know. It reminded mm-hmm. me of like Snap. A yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that I was the vibe though back then, like yeah. black box and all that. Yeah. I just remember yeah. his cartoon. You remember the cartoon? <laughs> Saturday morning, Hammer, Hammer, Hammer Man. Ca- it's called Hammer Man. <laughs> I, I mean, I was young. I don't remember well, that. Man. No. I, Yo. was, I was young with MC Hammer, so like I was a fan of Pause MC on, Hammer. Yeah, pa- I was on Hammer. One of my first concerts I ever went to was MC Hammer. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Him, he him broke my uh, heart though. He broke my heart when when I was young, and then he did that. Uh, it was a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah. And I said, why would he do this? First concert I ever went to um, was Michael Jackson. It was on Halloween. Wow. And he came out in the Thriller Get Up, and his opening act was MC Hammer and Mary J. Blosh. Wow. Michael more. Jackson and MC Hammer? Wow. At the, at the Los Angeles Com. At the, uh, at the oh, time, shit. it was the L.A. Sports Arena. Now Sports it's a soccer arena. stadium. Damn. Wow. But uh, I think I was like seven, That's six or seven years old. That's a hell of a first fucking concert. Yeah. Mine yeah, was, was on Halloween. <laughs> Mine was Little Wayne. It's not yeah. that exciting. Mine was Beastie Boys. That was the first. Oh, yeah? that's wow. the first was it License to Ill? Yeah. Wow. Man. I was really dope. Shit, man. I was really, yeah. really young. Yeah. Oh man. Mine was Purple Rain. Really? I hate yeah. you. Oh shit. Damn. How old were you? Might have been twelve. Man. Purple Rain. Yeah. Damn. He toured off of that for years. Yeah, yeah, it was still going on like five years ago. <laughs> that that tour was going on for a long time. For real? Nah, yeah. it was just like a year. Now he was. Rec- I I saw him do it in the '09 again. It was a Purple Rain tour in '09. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. He was going. He did it like was, seven he, days he like in Madison Square Garden. He had a residency in L.A. too at the Forum. Yeah, he had a residency called, in Las Vegas as well. I yeah. think it was called Purple Rain too. Mm. I can't find it. Yeah, it was going on for a long time. I mean, come on. I don't know. Back what to was I was going on for I just like twenty years. Big love for. MC yeah, no, Hammer, Hammer definitely like he's really well respected. Like he's, he's up there, man. Like he's just one of those unspoken. I saw John Green brought him out to the Raiders. Yeah, practice. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, no. I was going crazy. Yeah, it's no. funny the way you speak about Hammer because I don't think like we us on the East Coast see him like that, right? At all, right? I honestly no, didn't right? even know that Hammer was from the Bay. Yeah, right. so I thought Do you see Hammer like that as all. Well? I right. see him as kind of like not a dark period in hip hop, but definitely <laughs> wow. Like, it was the changing like of the guard. It was like different. Vanilla, it was like, like Vanilla Ice. And it was like going. Yeah, it was like, like going into the nineties. Experimental kind of young MC. All the dudes was kind of jiggy, right? I would personally attribute it to being like the the beginning of the jiggy era, almost. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah I agree with you. Young MC, like hair metal, Tone Loke, Vanilla Ice. If you think about it, it was like almost like parallel universes. You had like his stuff, right? That kind of stuff. And then you had like the Afrocentric hip hop. Exactly, I was to say that you had like. Um, and then X Clan. Then the G Funk came in, like all the West. Like Coast in like G-Funk. the 93, 92, right. 93, right. the G Funk era. And then you had all your, you know, you had your Mob Deep and all the, you know, hardcore backpack, you mm-hmm. know, East Coast stuff. And then the Jiggy stuff came in, you know, like you had all these parallel universes like existing together. You yeah. Know? yeah. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we realize it now, you know, but looking back, it's like we were into a lot of different things at once. It's true. I don't know, man. I feel like in New York we were a little like we were a little segregated. Like, like we weren't trying to listen to like down right. south. No, no, because yeah. it was always about lyrics. We would just yeah. say like, "Yo, those motherfuckers ain't saying nothing." Yeah, I had a pen pal in New York that would send me tapes. And it was, who was that for real? Yeah, like BLS and like you know Funk Flex. Oh, like you would hear that shit. Yeah, I was selling wake up show. Well, uh, how how different was it from the West Coast? Very different. Very different. Yeah, you guys were playing. You know, like I mean, but there records. was like some dope West Coast. 
hip hop groups back then, like yeah. Cypress Hill, Souls yeah. of Mischief, Souls of Mischief, yeah. the whole, whole hi- hieroglyphics, the, 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 whole the um, alcoholics, alcoholics, the licks, Farside was from Farside, Farside was LA, yeah. Damn, that's true. Yeah, but I never got into like uh, what is the, like the M- Ice Crew, Ice Cube Cruise. See, that was the oh, Lynch, like Lynch Mob, Lynch Mob, West Coast Connection, oh, West Side Connection, West Side Connection. Yeah, yeah. West Coast. Yeah. I was I was more into Lynch Mob, the yeah. West Side Connection. I was just like, yeah, yeah. Feeling which is funny because like I loved NWA, but I loved when. Ice Cube left the group and uh-huh. he was working with the Bomb Squad. Yeah, I feel man. like that that era of hip hop for me was like really yeah. Cube used to that that was like I, that's I have like a soft spot for that yeah. that mm-hmm. part of hip hop because like, it's like the best of both worlds to you. Yeah, definitely because it was like having like Ice Cube rhyming over like Public Enemy beats. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Wicked is one of my like most favorite songs. In the world. Oh yeah, like, yeah, that vibe. Like yeah. I, I love that vibe. Like really, right there, like was that like the first time you guys heard a West Coast rapper and East Coast beats like? I don't know. Album? It might it might have been, but I, what was that? Know, uh, was that the first time you heard a West Coast rapper on a West Co- on an East Coast production beats like a full album? Yeah, Probably, this, it <laughs> might might have been. Maybe. But you know who was the first to do that? Breeze. It was, no, it was on um, um, the first East Coast rapper to rap over a West Coast production was Ella Cool J. Yeah, mm. he did the Cali. for a bigger endeavor. Okay, because mm-hmm. that Bobcat produced that. Album. Oh yeah, that's right. Bobcat was working uh, with yeah. him at the time. Yeah. That's that's good knowledge. Very unspoken. Why, hero why are you laughing, Jamie? Jamie's high. <laughs> that CBD shit is just coming through. Oh, man. Because he can't, he can't fucking yeah. speak, yeah. man. <laughs> I think that was... I heard like four of those already. No, I think... Not to like go back, but I feel like that was the general consensus. Like a lot of people didn't realize Hammer was from Oakland, right? Because he was so, like you said, like maybe that was the reason why people don't. I mean, he, put he, him up there with like the old the hearing, legends. Hearing audio ones like talk about Hammer. And seeing his face and how serious he is yeah. about the respect yeah. that <laughs> Oakland has for Hammer, I believe that. Nah, that's I was just you, like, dude, Yo, you, like, need, you need to go like. If you no, I believe you, man. Yeah, yeah. No, if you go, there's interviews with like MC Search and Redman, yeah. where Redman had like goons. I mean, you made eye contact like, know, with me when you were talking about Hammer. And yeah. I, got a little I know, scared. I know about I heard, the third base uh, incident. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I heard some stories about Hammer that were like, Yo, <laughs> oh yeah, he, no, he it, it happened. It happened a lot. Wait, I want to hear what happened with Hammer. Because I've never seen, I've never. You remember the third base um gas so video? Passionate. Yes. And when they dissed him, they had hammer, the hammer. Yeah. Hammer, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Some goons paid paid him. You know, some goons and hammer paid search. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah, exactly. I heard about but that. What happened? What was it saying? They you stepped know. to but their why, base. Why can't you say it's like twenty years ago? Oh, it's you know some base shit, man. You know we don't. You yeah, know. They, yo, they will still not That's tell even you why. More scary. They didn't even tell you how E forty pulled up on Biggie. They won't even tell you that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's just like they take that shit. I'm telling they Bay Area is like the West Coast is like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I think the the Bay Area more so. Yeah, you guys are just like the West that. Coast. Like L- 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 LA would have been running their mouth like a motherfucker. Yeah, the Bay Area <laughs> is so Have you seen the Love and Hip Hop Bay Area? No, right? There's no snitching. There's no like the Bay Area is so tight. <laughs> yeah, LA is just so tight. Yeah, no. And you guys support each other. And I love that about the Bay. Like, Too Short always says, I can go platinum just in the Bay. Yeah. Like the, you know, his music is he's gonna sell if nowhere else. E forty two. And that's right. a lot of people like that. Yeah. A lot of rappers like that. It's it's funny because you've never you've never had like watered down Bay Area hyphy shit. It's always stayed consistent. Right. Yeah. It's always slaps. Yeah. yeah. It's right. always that. Si- it's always that shit. What surprised me because when I played last night at Vanguard, like all the bass shit worked. It was basically like I was playing mm-hmm. a bass set. Like There's a lot of bass. Bass. Yeah. I have a question. Um, you just said the word slaps. Slaps. Yes. That's like hits, right? Like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, like, somebody sent me a DM. Shit. They was like, "Yo, you playing all the slaps?" I'm right. Like, <laughs> yeah. <it's basically laughs> it's, it's, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like saying like. 
like think of it like in like, <laughs> like like back in the nineties we would say like oh those are like thumping like Jeep beats you know what yeah. I mean like, I like it was just like, a thump it was a just a thump like, yo, you played yes. you the other night you was playing all the slaps yeah you playing all the slaps bro all the slaps that means all the whack records yeah that's what we're doing out there never that's like saying it goes hard like when you play yeah pretty much yeah like like you are playing all YG and all that yo oh you playing all the slaps real Bay Area lingo that's some real Bay Area lingo that's up the next to hella. Yeah. If it's 100 BPM and and got some thump, that's a slap, pretty okay, much. Cool. You know? So yeah, like Vegas is very <laughs> Vegas is basically like Vegas is like very receptive to like Bay Area Cali, music. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say that anywhere I go, like the Bay Area will let you know when they're in the crowd. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. Sure. Yeah. And it's more than anywhere right. that mm-hmm. I know. Because even if I'm like, yo, it's Cali in the building. It's like, yeah. it's LA in the building. But like, when you do like, yeah, area. Yeah. They let you know they're in the building. Yeah, they wild the fuck yeah. out. Oh, you yeah, request, can you play some yeah, area music? Some high feel like sense of pride. Sometimes you can look at a crowd and you know that they're from there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. wearing yeah. giant uniforms yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell by the way people look or the way they're dancing. Just like, oh, they throw oh, their yeah. hands? Yeah. 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 The face hands? Darren just looks for like the group of like Filipino girls. From Daily City, <laughs> I can tell what when women are from the Bay, though. Um, like how, straight how, up, how? Yeah. I could just tell. I mean, it's, the, it's tell? the way they move or something. Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. smells them. I could not. I could just. I could just tell. I could spot a group of girls and like, yo, they from the Bay. Yeah. The Bay's and the I can Bay almost narrow it down to which city too. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. He goes. He goes. He goes. <laughs> he goes he's giving up. He's giving. Too. He's giving miles a D. You guys are hella high energy here in Vegas, man. Trips me out every time I come out. Oh, you oh, mean uh, DJ DJ wise? Yeah. The, oh, the DJ. Like club from sets. the get go, you guys are just hitting it one hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, like like last night, Sam I Am opened for us, and he was just hitting it hard from the get go. You yeah. know, and and we're like kind of looking at each other, like I guess that's Vegas because for us, we're used to like building it you know at mm-hmm. 10 o'clock you're just like next too close and yeah little by little like it's like a gradual build but here it's just like bring them out bring them out you know like right off the bat you know like, i miss that build up though yeah i do miss that yeah. build like i'm know, used man. to it i do it four or five nights a week yeah, like, yeah. i'm used to just building like it's not it's, it, it's not yeah, they don't want that out here yeah. for some reason. no it's just like the heavy hits you know well like, I, I just think it's a different culture out here because the people that are going to the clubs are already drunk Right, yeah, and they're already and then people are drinking more here than they do in their hometown, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're like, "Yo, I'm in, I'm in Vegas, like, yo, it's time to waste it. It's yeah. gonna get, we're gonna yeah. turn up yeah. tonight. We we're not gonna give a fuck, you know? There's what an I mean? expectation, yeah. But so yeah. like, when yeah. as soon as they walk in the gate, they're like, they're antsy, they're ready, and it's not like when like you go the first to like time a local I saw spot. you, the first record you put on, it was just like BPT. Like straight oh, yeah. up, like it was like it was like you had just gone on. It was right off the yeah. bat. And, like, it was a great record, by the and like way. that room filled up. Like I would, would say, like in like a minute, that room went from like nobody to like. What room was it? Was Wait, it? what do you mean? He was the first record was BBT. Where was this? Was it Dre's? Yeah, Dre's. Yeah. Like like late After night. Hours. Yeah, oh, yeah. long time ago. Yeah, like, I remember that. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, yeah. how's the Six Nines records playing up up in the Bay Area? No, I don't know. You know, you'd have to every every DJ would have a different answer. I me, I'm I'm not gonna say I don't play them. I have played them, but like Fifi does nothing for me. You know, yeah. it's too slow. I like the earlier shit. You know, the Gummo. Gummo. Yeah. A lot of people are like protest, Kiki, like those yeah. kind of. You know, because those are just like, aggressive. But mm-hmm. I feel for for like the Bay. I think the younger kids are into it more than the 25 plus. So if yeah. I go to like a 18 plus or a 21 plus event, they're all over it. But dude, I went to this fucking club one time. Sorry. In the barrier called City Nights, 
Yeah, that's the 18 plus. That's, that's the that's the it forever has been the 18 plus spot. If you ever start clubbing, was this recently, Jamie? No, it's a long time ago. <laughs> no, uh, but I, remember, I just remember because they stopped <laughs> the whole the 18. No, nah, I didn't go recently. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I went and they had like a fucking <laughs> fuck out of here. No, I went and they stopped the whole party and they had a fucking dance battle. Like it was you yeah. got served in the stage. It yep. was fucking and the whole crowd. The whole crowd was into the whole battle. Every, every Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. Hi, was, can, was, hi, can I buy your Red Bull? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're cute. You can, can I buy your Red Bull? Can I buy your soda? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was Damn, fucking. You're crazy. really you're really dancing out there. It's you want a you want a Gatorade? <laughs> you want a Gatorade? Can I get you a Gatorade? Aquafina or Evian? Let's uh let's go talk by the cotton candy machine. All those kids pre party, man. We all pre partied, man. Dude, but that was a good that's a good that was a good spot that one time. I fucking hate both of you, man. Hey, you want me what to you win you that city? bear? What are you, you doing at City Nights, bro? Nah. I can win you that bear if you want. See, you know? I ended up somewhere <laughs> in there. I think it was like 20 at the time. You want to use a clip against them and say, what are you doing at City Nights, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. It was like 2010. Still. Quiet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was popping. <laughs> we, we ended up bro, it's, it's, Yeah, I like how you're starting to feel guilty. Le- like, legit. Just, why was I? What, what was that? Legit it is, though, but, you know, it's a really young crowd. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, one of, the, one of the biggest DJs in the Bay, like, Jazzy Jam, he's, like, a legend. Like, mm-hmm. he's one of the main residents there, so, like. Yeah, he was. You know, him and friends and are, like, the guys, like, oh, yeah. from the old school that still are around. Doing and, Wait, white and, dude? Tall? Wall yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah, yeah. He, he's a he's a uh, program director for one of the radio stations out there now. So one of my, one of my best friends, DJ Eleven, is from the Bay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's dope. And, uh, I always forget he's from the Bay. He used to put me onto a lot yeah. of Bay Area shit. Him man. and Ice Water back in the day, like used yeah, to yeah. a lot of mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that. when he was in, he moved to New York and he I, did I, the rub I, in New York. Right? Yeah, yeah. He, he started the rub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like, uh, you were on a record on one of those records back in the day, right? With, I was with uh, Eli. Yeah. Okay, was, I was it with Eli or huh? Were you on an Eli Escobar record or was it a? I was on the Rub. Oh, you I were. Had, on I had the O three Bonnie and Clyde. Like everyone knows, I have that record yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was like trying to like think. I don't know why that yeah. popped up. And it was then, crazy. Yeah, it was one of like the first <laughs> couple of waxes mashup. that came mashup waxes that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Victor mm-hmm. Menigo had one of them too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think Stretch for us in New York, Stretch had the. Had a big one, pause. Had a big one with us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it the ACDC and Missy Elliott? And then it was that was him, right? It was the ACDC and Missy Eminem. And Eminem. Hi, my name is. Who did the Missy Elliott and and uh? Dude, I forgot. Oh, was that Warm Peace and Piso? It was the um. Inhumans. Inhumans. Yeah. 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 And they did closer and in the club. Yeah. Oof, that one was good. Yo, shout out to those motherfuckers. That yeah. was like yep. so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when we got Hard. that, when we were playing that in New York, that was big. Yeah. Pause. Hey, <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Um, we wanted to talk about the three style, the Red Bull three style coming up. Right? Oh yeah, the final, bit. the final list, uh, the list just came out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Look at it right here. USA looks like a bloodbath, bro. Yes. You, you see this list? You ready for the list? Looks yeah, yeah. So USA gonna take it? Is it? I they should. Uh, you got ADMC from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Dynamics from LA. Javen, she's pretty dope. She's from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Chris Villa from Arizona. IFTW from LA. And Jay Espinosa from the Bay Area. Mm. Inglewood. Inglewood, yeah. IFTW. Our yeah. yeah. DJ yeah. with him before. That dude Nasty. is disgusting. He's a beast, bro. He's uh, so technical. Arizona has really good technical DJs, too. Wait, yeah. isn't it? Isn't. Uh, 
Was it Javin or Javin? Javin. Javin. Yeah. She's so nice, um, dude. Isn't Chris V her mentor? Yep. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Oh, shit. She puts she puts The student stuff. becomes the teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm tuning in. I wonder how that, I wonder what their dynamic of their relationship, like how that, you know what I mean? That's that's pretty dope because it says They're a all lot homies. about, it says a lot about Via and how good he is to teach her. Yeah. They're all, I mean, she's dope in her own right. Her video, she posts all that stuff. I yeah, haven't, I haven't seen her videos. Mean, she's, she's, she's dope, man. Real, she's, real clean. Super if she clean. beats all these guys, I wouldn't be surprised. There's a, Arizona has like, you know, has like really good talent like fashion uh dj jr z trip yeah z trip cutswell's out there cutswell too. shout yeah, out to cutswell ben, yeah, ben. yeah yeah chris via javen dude if I she I, I actually i'm rooting for her i'm a, i'm rooting for He's her rooting for the girl her yeah. or I, iftw because i know him so yeah. I'm, I know, I know, I'm not I familiar too. with him He's, he's, he's really dope. He's, he's a battle dope. DJ, but he's, he's really one DM, dope. He's won DMCs and shit like that. So ITFs, yeah. What do you think is going to go down to? I mean, you're from the Bay. You think Jay Espinosa is going to take it? It's going to definitely be between Jay and Chris, I think. But Javen is really dope. I love Dynamics, too. Dynamics is really, like, underrated. But he's I've really, never heard of him. He's really sick. He was on Master of the Mix. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. he was on there, yeah. I know a Dynamics from San Diego. That's what the... Oh, that's um, Dynamic with a Q. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's what the Dynamics is from X. M -I -X. Yeah, yeah, he's from IF2. He was a battle He's a battle DJ in L.A. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. So you think you're going for Jay Espinosa and I, Chris Villa? Yeah. Jay, because Jay made it, Jay made it so, something. So how does the three-style work? You've been there a couple times or what? I've been to a couple of those battles. They're so, really good. I mean, is it... It's, you said the U.S. is going to take it. Do they battle? Like, does the U.S. go against other countries or no? In the finals, it, they do. They have, like, some kind of elimination process. So, we're like, first they're going to battle the, the U to find out who's going to be the USA representative. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Break this down. So okay. So, all of, these, all of these competitors are going to compete against each other in one night. And then they're going to decide who's going to represent the United States. Uh, so it's like the Olympics. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I don't know how they do it, but they have like a wild card or something, like or or like a runner up or something, just in case. On so it's only one that gets picked. To USA. Yes, yeah. But would and oh, okay. And I then they it. go. They're gonna go to Taipei in like January, February. That's and they're the doing the World Finals, and then that's the top competitor from every country. Mm -hmm. Then they do that. They break it down where it's like I don't know, sixteen and eight and four. And yeah. Two. When is the when is that? In I January, February. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. When is that one? Is that I don't know. I didn't look at the date, unfortunately. But I just oh, September 22nd is the beginning of it. Yeah. So I want to go like. I want to take the podcast out there. <laughs> I want to go. Yeah. Anybody, anybody that's working for a Red Bull or like that has any contacts there? Yeah. We want to like. I want to like do our own judging. We no, I want to do the commentary. We should hit up Ian. We Ian should be the commentator. Yeah. <laughs> we'll huh? be great on the commentator work. I think That'd so. That would be fucking amazing. That would be pretty ill. And then covering just the whole event. Yeah, I would just want to see there. And, uh, I actually want to go to the USA one, wherever that one's at. Yeah, I don't know what's going to be. Dude, that shit's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, D? You were supposed to be in that line. I know. Yeah, I D, would, what happened? I wouldn't have made it that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, what? What'd you say? I wouldn't have made it that far. Wouldn't get far. Yeah. I was I was I was telling them the the messed up thing about how they have to uh, put up the um, their their videos right submissions the submissions is that the people that didn't didn't get picked now people could buy your shit like, oh, you know yeah you but, can kind of uh, like call it out though right but it's like hundreds of submissions so you know yeah, you don't true. know where you took it from so you know 
So he's good. smart. He has routines that no Wait, one else. So. You've been to the three stop before, right? I have, yeah. Where well, you had the 2012. Yes. Where the dildos were flying by four colors, right? Yes. Mm. Can you can you tell how us? You, how do you recall that? Yeah. <laughs> can you tell us that? Four Color Zach wasn't a part of his routine, and he threw a dildo at Miles Medina, and it didn't hit Miles Medina. I think it flew over him. But, oh. but it, it only he? only certain people caught it happening. Wait so, for real? Yeah. Wait, was, wait, wait, wait. Was Miles pissed? I don't. I don't think he cared. He was focused on like whatever he was doing. Like, yeah. Damn. That's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's San Francisco, what, so it's how, just like you know, like whatever, how did people you know? like <laughs> miss that? A fucking dildo coming out the booth. When I don't know. Looking at the booth. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. You sure that shit didn't hit Miles Medina? I don't think it did hit him. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't record anything. <laughs> no. I know that it. I heard that in the Seattle one or where, wherever he did it, the the regional, it, it did hit the DJ. I think. Oh. Or a final. He. The, I'd have to look that up, but. <laughs> Yo. But yeah, I don't. Th- I didn't hit Miles because that would have been an issue. Because Miles had like a hundred like people with him, so you know, yeah. like. You know, there would have been somebody jumping on stage if the that would have came out. Yeah, no, he had Miles had a big crowd, but like Four Colors Zach really stole the show. I was so impressed with that shit. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. Like, For real. Wow. The way, like, basically, that was like the the introduction to everything he's doing now. You know what I mean? Like the wordplay, the you know tone play, everything. Like he was just crushing it. Open format. Got everybody involved. Do you think he's one of the first to like take it to this like new generational level? Most definitely, yeah. and everyone's kind of following it. Yeah, unfortunately, I feel, and a lot of pe- people will say that because of him introducing the tone play, why a lot of people, you know, like it kind of played it out, like where mm. a lot of people are doing tone plays that don't make sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you have to be really good at what you do to make a tone play work. You know what I mean? Like explain, people, explain what you mean by tone play, because the only thing I, I I understand is back in the DMC, mm-hmm. and I would see the guys like trying to match the pitch control, yeah, yeah. and I always thought that was like the cheesiest shit. Yeah, in the DMC though, only in the DMC. Right. But now they got like beat pads. Yeah. Yeah. So they're basically trying to recreate a part of the next record that's coming on or something. Right. So, so like when he did Wanks, so he he was playing like a. Uh, uh aha take on me uh-huh like he was he basically played he replayed it in a way that it sounded like wankster and then when the wankster beat came on yeah he was still replaying it and it sounded really you're like oh shit like, yeah yeah i think i the way four colors act does the uh the, the tone, tone play. play i i i fuck with it yeah because it's it's usually quick like it's not he's not dwelling in it right for a long yeah. time, and Jay and Miles are really good at it too. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. They're really good. Yeah, those Miles is really incredible at that stuff. Like finger drumming too. Like drumming on the S nine. Like he's really good at like putting a beat like you know doing something. Wait, like Miles that. won that fool's gold uh, competition. Yeah, right? he won the goldie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're gonna do that again. They're doing it in like a couple months now. Oh, oh. nice. The goldie. So there's Red Bull three style, and now there's the goldie battle as well. Mm. So yeah. Shit. It's interesting, man. It's an interesting time right now. You ever try to like draw one of those things or doesn't catch your attention? Nah. I've battled before, but not, not nothing at that level. Like these guys are just beasts, like he said. Like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to juggle. <coughs> I mean, yeah, I, I can't sometimes when I watch like those videos and shit, I mean it's really impressive. But I also think it's really dorky at the same time. Yeah. There's a medium to it. Huh? Yeah, There's I mean I think it's very rare when it's done well. Yeah, but I think it's also becoming like a little like cheesy. Like I, I think like we were having the conversation yeah. where it's almost like it's too much f- like 
there's too much button pushing and that's something that they're not even touching the turntable anymore yeah. like there's just too much of that going on now like i like the fact that four color zach he's not a crazy scratcher right but he still makes it dope yeah like you, he makes it to where you don't ha- have to be like a, a turntablist right to yeah. like to shine in that world you know mm-hmm. what i mean I think it just has to be interesting. Yeah. And it has to be, like, for me, the one thing is that it has to be musical. Mm-hmm. So if it's not hitting, right. or if it's not musically, like, yo, wow, that, that really flowed and that hit, mm-hmm. then to me, it's just kind of like, I don't know, like a comedy act, which yeah. isn't bad either. Yeah, You got to get the yeah. crowd involved, and that's, like, a big thing. Yeah. Three well, I, I mean, even when dudes are, like, in their bedroom, I think you know, and they're doing it, I think it's cool. But I think it, after a while, it just becomes, like, a novelty, where it's, it's just kind of like, oh, that's... yeah, It's just a little too much... I, I'm getting not tired of it, but uh, and Zach will do it live too, yeah, which yeah. is cool. I mean, he, that one four three party mixtape you put out was oh wow, incredible. yeah, he did so many on that one, but they were really great. Like yeah, the yeah. Mac Dre one, like he's, he's, he's ridiculous, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did a uh, Lion King. Uh, <laughs> he's crazy <laughs> with it, bro. Yeah. He did one for Cameron too. <coughs> that shit was funny. Yep, shit's dope. Uh, as far as uh, new music goes, are we feeling any new music right now? I mean, we. I only like that Barbie Dream song from the Nicki Minaj shit. Yeah, what'd y'all think about the album? To be honest, I haven't got a chance to hear it yet. What about you? I heard a few joints. It's all right. It's not it's nothing. Nothing crazy. Right. I heard she's getting at somebody in the LLC one or LC some shit. That's called. That's what one of the tracks is called. But I don't know who. I heard like okay. it was bad. great, great reporting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but Nev, Nev, you said the the numbers weren't. Yeah, they're saying that it's going to sell around one forty five k. Isn't that good? But no, not not for Nicki Minaj. Really? I think it's, it's really good. bad. I think it's good. I think now, it's good. So she's on pace to go gold, which is probably not terrible in this day and age. But given yeah. given what she used to, the numbers she used to pull back in the day, exactly, completely man. different. Yeah. yeah, she's only had two other albums. Like what, Roman Reloaded or what? It's a fourth album? Oh, I thought it was only two. No, but I, I mean, why why were you expecting more? I mean, haven't we been looking at music for the past three years and being like... But Minaj is like a superstar when it comes around. Boom. You expected like 300, 400,000. She hasn't put tears. out anything in like four years on that. But she's still putting out singles. That don't she's, work. She's, feature, she's featuring like all the hottest records for the past even, couple of years. Yo, but I got a question. I got a question. In, in Nikki's initial music in the beginning of her music did you kind of see her like a flow writer yeah mm, on that starship because song. You, so I'm, that I, I think in that in that respect after monster and like didn't on him and all of these hood tracks where she could have gotten she became like a pop star be, became a pop star but then she just started making these like pitbull songs like these yeah, pitbull flow writers she fell the victim to the times right because yeah. that was what was hitting is like those 2012 like all that EDM yeah. sounding and tracks and she was doing that for a good three years maybe yeah and she then did a bunch of like Starship and, stuff, and yeah. like Starship and, and then uh, when and during that three year period I think she lost like that hip hop street yeah. and then she tried following. to get it back on uh, Anaconda she tried to get it back on that and the uh, Truffle Butter one and yeah. only but I think shit. what hurt her was her beef with Vimy Ma you think so that was like the beginning that was right. only last year too. Yeah, that because she didn't she didn't give uh, like make a good response exactly yeah. a reply record yeah damn and I and forgot then, about that and then when Cardi <laughs> B came on the scene that was a ramp yeah yeah damn her records are all over I the forgot place about that beat. yeah they really yeah. are I'm looking at the uh, at her uh, discography right now well that's what I'm saying is she she she, like she had moment, she had moment for life with Drake right and then that was like number thirteen in the charts and then she had super bass and that was super number bass. three. Did it on them. 
and then starship then starships number five like that's you, a could, you could tell record, yeah. you could tell that the the records that were for r&b and hip-hop were like not charting as high mm-hmm. then when she did the pop ones or the edm the, ones those were those the ones that, that were like charting. really big I mean, yeah, like she's like, like, in the trap was 48 but pound the alarm was 15 like mm-hmm. yeah she was on another galaxy with those like she was uh, appearing on like ellen and yeah yeah doing all kind of like anaconda was number two but anaconda sort of a crossover record mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. like, but that's what i'm saying is that she didn't i don't think she established like that it is sound, just hip hop yeah. following, the and then she tried to come back to hip hop, and then she I don't the think she established a sound. She doesn't have a sound like Drake has a sound, right. Little yeah. Wayne has Not a anymore, sound, yeah. even Meek has a sound. All of mm-hmm. these guys have a sound. She doesn't have a distinctive sound. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And uh, I don't know that dream. That dreams that everyone's Barbie uh, dreams. Barbie dreams. Barbie dreams. Everyone's all over that record. That to me sounds like a mixtape song. Mm-hmm. That's like if I if I dropped a mixtape. That would be a song or yeah. like an EP, like a. So it would be dated really fast. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that's something that everyone should be raving about nah, from an album. Not at all. Like yeah. I, I don't think that from an album perspective, I think it, it. She doesn't even have an official single for this album, right? No, no, no single. I mean, Chun Chun Lee, Chun Lee and Barbie Tings, yeah, and bad. yeah. Bad is is Chun Lee working in the clothes for y'all. It works for me. I don't know why. Like it's hit or miss. Yeah, it, it definitely is hit or miss. Man. Yeah, I have a set where I like I play that with like. Rick Flair drip, like that kind of vibe, and then mm-hmm. like uh, same bitches, like just that kind of like same bitches is here for you. Yeah, it works mm. in the bay. It works. Post Malone, everyone loves them out there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to play that better now record. It'll be hit or miss sometimes. Yeah, you gotta get like a trap remix or something. Maybe I, I, people like to sing along to it. Yeah. The right crowd at least likes to sing along to it. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> I love. The, I, I thought that album was pretty yeah. good, man. That's I mean, it was one of the more outstanding ones. Yeah. It seems like Nicki's career was more the 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 features. Just going back to Bedrock, yeah, exactly. My Chick Bad, Little Freak, Damn, Bottoms man. Up, 2012. But that's why when we talk about anything recent, Monster. maybe in the last five years, right? Mm-hmm. There's all, nothing. There's all features from other people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Her Truffle Butter word. had Lil Wayne and Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Freaks was oh, like one of the last ones, like with French. With, uh, French, yeah. yeah. That was a good record. Yeah. yeah. She hasn't had... Nothing. Love more with Chris. So Brown that's what I'm saying. 145. Yeah. That's why. That I, that's crazy. what I'm saying. I'm thinking that's good. I don't think that's good at all, man. I don't know. I think that's good. What did and Cardi she be, do? And she been pushing this album back for like the past year. What did Cardi yeah. do? Cardi did like 240. Yeah, first week. Yeah. But Cardi yeah. has an internet fucking cult. Yeah, but I think that's pretty good for Nicki. Well, put into that perspective, if Cardi did 240, yeah. then maybe 145 isn't. But that's that, the first time right? Cardi ever put anything out. Like album base, yeah, and but, then she, but she did that with a hit single. She has no. She single. was already yeah. platinum from the get go. She though, did it with know. no single, and it put up one forty five. Did yeah. Chun Li even hit gold? No, I don't think so. Oh, don't Fifi know. just hit platinum, I think. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strange. That was fast. That song is actually is going off in New York, from what I've when people have been telling me yeah. in New York. Fifi's not even in the album because it's uh, six nines, it's right? Six nines. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was hers too. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I think 145 is not bad for the streaming era, and I think it's pretty bad. Man. Like compared best, compared to the numbers they used to pull let's, before. Let's keep it, yeah. you know. Like stick, you can't even go buy the CD like in Best Buy and shit like that anymore. So like, where are you gonna go buy a CD at? What are you talking about? I know. Like the copy, she sold 145, right? This yeah. Well, we we've been talking about this when we talk about if it's she like sold 145,000 copies. That's like that's people buying it. Buying it on iTunes, yeah. yeah. Buying it on Amazon, right. Also, there's, there's also a, the streams included. Yeah. 
there's as well as physical copies. Yeah, there's a there's a math to it. Like, yeah. they're like how many like ten streams equals one download or exactly. something like that. It's right. like fifteen thousand. Yeah, fifteen thousand equals one listen. Yeah. We right. talked about this. I was trying to give her justice. Huh? I was trying to like get her the, out. The, <laughs> I think for hip hop, the real the real gauge is the you see that you look at the number of streams and then you look at the number of physical and that's where you can tell mm -hmm. like if they're popping yeah. like like KOD did like really good on physical like. Mm -hmm. Cause kids are just gonna buy. Speaking cool of KOD, y'all feeling that freestyle that uh, that yes. Cole did? The yeah. Uchi Wally one. Yeah. Yes, the album of the year freestyle. You mean? Yes, I heard like this time. He's coming to Vegas soon, right? Yes, he is. That shit yep. is kind of September seven. Whack. Oh, you are whack. <laughs> <laughs> We're ending the podcast. I mean, I'm not now. feeling it. I'm not feeling that freestyle. Why think? would you use that beat? Audio one. What do you think? The freestyle was all right. It was nothing like yeah. spectacular. Nothing you get out of bed for it. <laughs> and of all the beats you're going to use, why are you going to use Uchi Wally? What is so you, you, you're a cold stand, right? Yeah, y'all ain't coming to the show with me. <laughs> Jamie, you're a cold stand? Yes. Um, Snow Kendrick. He's a Dreamville stand. Oh, what my is. God, here we go. What is the. Uh, oh, wait, wait. You're a Kendrick Bob. stand? No, he's a. No, I'm not. No, you're this not? motherfucker's no, a Kendrick I'm stand. I want to. I want to have. Kendrick, I want to have a conversation with a, with a Kendrick stand. Nah, oh, you have one right here. His name yeah, is I'm a logic, yeah, I'm yeah. a logic stand. <laughs> he's right. Nah, nah. I'm a logic stand, too. Yeah. You're a logic stand? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But I've, I've, I've followed that guy since 2010. Really? Since Frank Sinatra. Yeah, undeniable, undeniable, yeah. <laughs> undeniable, undeniable. Dear God, that song, fucking phenomenal, bro. So I want to get back to Cole. Let's yep. go back. Cole. All right. So, uh, no, no. I want to talk about when he was on Twitter asking for beats. Oh, he was ready. To go. I had a bunch of friends send them beats. Huh? I had a bunch of friends that were like sending links. And yeah. so, like, he just wants to make a mixtape. He's know, making a mixtape, bro. It's called uh, the not the fall off. It's called. Look it up. It off season, isn't it? Off season, yes. Yeah, and he's gonna kill Shit. a lot of. I beats. know nothing, and I know more than Jamie. <laughs> yeah. The fall off is a, the album he's dropping That's after bad. that. When I know nothing, and I still know more than you. You know it. You're not. You're not like out of the loop. Don't make it seem like I'm talking about country music. <laughs> it's like I'm <laughs> asshole. Yeah, we gotta stop feeding you that water, bro. Uh, why? I mean, I'm good. Darren's <laughs> laughing a little too hard because of that I'm water. Aquabliss. Anyway, uh, I I think he's gonna do a fucking another mixtape, which we've been asking for since 2010, because he hasn't dropped shit, no mixtape since 2010. Mm -hmm. I think he's gonna be phenomenal. I think so, he's gonna kill so it. So the last two albums he did were conceptual. Yes. Four yeah. eyes only. Four eyes only were conceptual, and then I killed. He's heavily conceptual, right? Mm -hmm. Uh. I'm ready for like some grimy shit. Some yeah, just some Gutter. some mm. fuck you motherfucker rap shit. Like some yeah. braggadocious and like, I think like some he's big in, type shit. I think he's in that pocket because summer's over and no one's dropped an outstanding ah, album. Shit. Everyone dropped the ball. He is summer. feeling yeah. himself right now. And he <laughs> dropped before anybody. Like yo, I went first Cole, and y'all still whack. Cole is feeling feeling himself. Yeah. And he's, I bet you, week after week, him and the Dreamville squad are like, all right, let's see if these motherfuckers are going to top KOD. Mm -hmm. when and did I KOD think drop? one after another, and then Kanye came out, one after another, boom, boom, boom. Oh, he's like, hmm? that the, ain't it. The that Carters, ain't it. The Carters came out, nothing. So you don't think that Drake did it? No. I think he did, but yeah. I don't think, it didn't I, have I don't think Cole is going to be like, oh, man. Like I think it's already a given that Drake is going to squash everybody. But even still... That Scorpion album, as as good as it is, it didn't it didn't have the rollout that KOD had to me. Right. That's I think really good as rollout. a marketing rollout and a conceptual album in a week, 
I would say that Cole has the bragging rights to say he has because even Astro World is not a put together conceptual. Uh, it's a great sounding album, I think. Yeah, I think that's for good song. promotion. Scorpion, I think, has a, a bunch of great songs, and it's a good album. But conceptually, as far as like from beginning to end, concept to execution, videos, marketing, I think Cole got it in the bag. And I think he's feeling that braggadocious like confidence to be like, all right, you know what? Let's fuck it. Let's make a mixtape. Let's do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I think there's all, uh, I'm, I'm wondering what Kendrick's doing right now. Kendrick. He's asleep, bro. No, he's he's yeah, alive. See, see, me and you are thinking the same yeah. thing that like Kendrick's just gonna shit. he's gonna steamroll over. You think he'll drop something before the year's over with? Nah, I don't think so. He's on power. He's he's in. I his, think uh, he's in the lab. He's, he's in his acting bag. He's, he's always in the lab. I'm. I, there's two. And Boss is dropping as well. Boss is dropping. Boss is doing great. Soon, yeah. Shout so, out to Night Train. So he has a he has a dope ass. Shout out to Night Train. Yeah, that's my man right there. Um, and then Schoolboy Q, huh? Schoolboy Q might drop some shit too. Oh really? So wait, wait. You know who I slept on? Totally slept on. I actually like him. J Rock. J Rock. How was that? Album? Oh, that good. album actually actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, slept on J Rock. Time three. Dope, man. I liked, I, but I didn't love that champion song. Oh, win, win, win. Yeah, yeah, it was a little I mean, it's annoying. Right, but yeah, it was it's a, a little good, annoying. It's a good song, like when the bottles are coming out. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll play that record like when it's like oh, really? when play? it's like a big presentation yeah. in bottles, <laughs> and then follow it up with something else. Like, never, like never Power by Kanye. Like, <laughs> never you clap, clap, clap. Never, <laughs> never. It's like yo, you play that. Whack <laughs> beat. I do. You do. Yeah. I've actually got requ- got that requested for a bottle presentation. Someone wanted to hear it when their bottles were coming out, mm. and I was like, damn, this kind of works, and it, it just has like a high energy. And I just, I gotta get out of it. Win, 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 win. that horn? But the way the horns hit. It's the it new trophies. Good. It's yeah, the new yeah, trophies yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. All of the lights, that kind of vibe. Yeah. I don't know. Bob, it's like, a, like an accomplished Oh, Rick Ross, too, might drop this year. So, I don't know. Mm. He's still not. What do you mean, this year? Or the, I'm talk, let's, let's talk about the summer. Oh, the summer's done. Yeah. Your summer's done. Summer's done for sure. So, Cole definitely. Cole body that Cole body for the summer? Yeah. But album of the year? I don't know. I would give it to KOD. That's a, that's obnoxious. That's a, that's fucking obnoxious and arrogant for him to call that song album, album of the year. He's. T- I'm sure Rick Ross is in the studio. I'm sure Kendrick and School. I wasn't and Boss. I'm not even a big Cole fan, but that album's um, like really really good. Man. Kod. Uh, yeah. Funny. He took me to see J Cole for the first time, but he's yeah, not a big Cole fan. But here's the here's the funny thing is you hated that album. I did hate that album. <laughs> so why the fuck you? So <laughs> it grew on me. He, he okay. loved the intros. <laughs> I, I mean, it grew on me. <laughs> Yo, big yeah. Hey, big shout to Audio One. You'll be like, uh, yo, he said that shit, shit right away. Yeah. I want to make sure you guys were ready for that. Well, like, just yo, in case somebody asked He's like, yo, here's some things that I cooked up for you. I was like, boop. I know. I was like, oh, man. God damn. He had everything on See, there. See, that's, that's how I made a lot of friends. You know, yeah. hey, here's something that you might want to play. I mean, oh, yeah. me and I just I mean, figured you guys were in Vegas. I thought like, it was somebody cool. would be I like, mean, I thought it was dope. But I didn't want to be a friend. So when Kanye, hold on. Quick story when Kanye West was going through his shit. I, t- I DM uh, Audio One. I was like, "Yo, why don't you change the fuck Donald Trump to fuck Kanye West?" And I said, "Just do that." And he, he did it, and he sent it to me. I was like, "Yo, this sounds pretty good." So he put it on DMS. Got some downloads, man. Yeah, did it? Yeah, it, got, it got a good amount of downloads, surprisingly. <laughs> but I was, but then I tried to downplay it. Like you know, a lot of people just download everything, so they <laughs> might have just fallen through. Good way. Yeah. Good friends I have. <laughs> 
But nah, so that's my yeah, first. He had, a, he, had, he had a good conceptual idea. So that's idea. why that's why you asked the question earlier about ghost producing because yeah, you felt because yeah, like I was, you ghost yeah, produced yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. it all comes in circle. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it was just dope. I was like, yo, we should do this. You're such a schmuck, you know, for like <laughs> <laughs> for thinking that. I didn't and even then, think that. And then asking that question. No, wanting him to say, well, yeah, remember when you threw me that <laughs> No, no, that no, no, I, that was not even Yeah, that's what you wanted to do. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I didn't even think right? about it. Like, no. yeah, that's wow. fucked up. He wanted you to, to pick him up. Yeah. Yeah. And I put his name on the track, too. <laughs> yeah. You did? Yeah, it says, it says Audio and Jamie the Great. Find yeah. my shit. Wait, Wait no. You, yo, it's a quick edit. Why you do that? You should go back and take his name off the track. Wow. Don't ever gas him up. Don't ever give this motherfucker credit for anything. If you're on DMS, go with McFree. Jamie the Great Audio <laughs> Do you see oh why You don't give him credit For anything Because he takes That little thing And he in his head He cooked it up Like yeah. ghost production yeah. I was, <laughs> was waiting was, for that moment I was yeah. Dr. Dre It worked for it <laughs> See <laughs> look at this oh That God. song worked for Like a week And then yeah. people were Like nah fuck him It phased man. out Two yeah. days yeah. You're such a schmuck man <laughs> Funny right it's Fucking crazy I had actual Oh my question was this About the uh, The J. Cole thing Oh yeah The new album The mixtape I think and I, I I attribute this to uh, I apply this to also uh, Pusha T. Yes. I don't know why these dudes are freestyling when you're at a level like Pusha T and Cole. Why are you freestyling on like other people's beats? Because that's still hip hop. Yes and no. That's freestyle. I, I know what you're trying to say. You know it's, almost I mean? like a, it's almost like a lazy approach. Like they, it's, it's not. But that's it, how you it, used to prove it, yourself. It, no. 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 Wait. Wait. Just like, hear me out. Yeah. Nowadays, in this day and era, back in the day when like. Uh, when uh, what do you call it? Fifty Cent was making mixtapes and he was rhyming on other like people's Clue beats. And all that, yeah, yeah, it was because there wasn't production everywhere. Yeah, now now, now everyone could do beats. with internet. There's production everywhere. So even when when Drake does a diss song or someone does a diss song, you can make an original song out of it. So, so you wouldn't want to hear like a a familiar beat. No, I, I think that those lyrics on another beat, yeah. an original beat that Cole, like if Cole did album of the year on an original beat. It would have had a greater impact. It would have had I, a I bigger impact. So. Are you so. crazy? But I, I don't think, think so. The story of a died is that what you said? Yeah, like yeah. him having that Jay Z beat kind of set the tone for for what he was gonna. I feel like it for what he was gonna say. It kind of worked for I Pusha T. Was it really surgical summer though? I think it was almost like you comparing him to OJ, and it's like that beat is that's what you have in your head. But to me, conceptually, he could have taken that, chopped it up, or just used that in the beginning and gone into an original beat. Right. Like Dumpy Freestyle was original, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying he could have taken that, uh, you know, I'm not black, I'm OJ, sample that, made it a chorus. I'm not, you know, I'm not black, I'm Drake, or so like did something creative, right? And maybe resampled that beat, or just use some like interpolations of it or something mm -hmm. like that, and put it in that song. He could have done all of that shit. To yeah. me, that at this at this stage in the game, to like rhyme over an Uchi Wally beat. That kind of killed the freestyle to me. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not on like Funkmaster Flex's radio show. That's how you felt, Nev. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. Said, like I just thought it was cool. I think it was just kind of like, why are you rhyming on a Uchi Wally beat? I mean, of all the beats you're gonna pick, why you gonna pick that? It's not saying it's a whack beat. It's a whack beat. It's not a whack beat. It's not a whack beat. Why you use it? But for the content he was rhyming, it was not the right beat. It was like it was. It was like a dope beat to like freestyle on in like 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah when like Joe <laughs> Budden was on the radio. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I still think it was great. Yeah. 
Not, I think what he said, his lyrics were fucking crazy. Yeah. He killed that shit. That's for, the first should have been original beef for sure. But I think, and it, it goes back to what I said, like, okay, like, J. Cole is on Twitter asking for beats, right? And I'm like, yo, this is exactly what I've been praying for all my life. It's <laughs> for J. Cole to rhyme on other people's beats. And then I hear him on Uchi Wally. Right. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but, but he proved that he can eat anything he puts out is a product. Like, people are just going to eat it up anyway. You know and then I mean? plus, he was kind of presenting the, the mixtape. So mixtapes are generally other people's beats. I'm I think, just excited. I think he's going to no, sell no, out. No, 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 no. I, you think I think he's going to sell out. I, I think it's going to do well. I just think that that was like, what, you're gonna. that's all the beats you could have rounded on anybody's shit. And he chose what you want. What you want still <laughs> Why are you? Why are you oh, defending man. it? It's a generation is a kids that don't it's even a club record. I love that beat. When is it a club? It's not a club record now. I love Uchi the beat though. Uchi Wally's a club record now. You can still drop it. I think there's a generation really? that doesn't I even know what Uchi Wally is. You think so now? When did Uchi Wally come out? Uchi Wally got remixed by Fabulous. Not two thousand one. Okay. Two thousand and two chains as well. What happened? Uchi Wally got sampled or they remade the beat, kind of, sort of. Two Chains did one and Fabulous did one. Yeah, not long ago. Oh, uh, the one with Fabulous and um, uh, uh, Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Yeah. And then Two Chains and Jeremiah, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do that. <laughs> Shit, Uchi even, yeah, no, but fab, they probably redrummed it. They reproduced it. They did, yeah. 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 Like, well, but it's he still just the same over fucking the beat. No. It's, the same, it's the same thing. thing it's not the same thing. What are you talking about? It's, it's totally different when you're just rhyming on it. I would play it like in like a throwback set for sure, but yeah. It's, I, it's, I still think it's a dope beat. It's different when it's reproduced and it's like, you know, re drummed and resampled and it's like put together as an actual song. If you would have made, you would have taken like the sample and made yeah. it over like a boom bat beat, probably would have had more. I think it would have yeah. had more of a. Or I he, agree. There's so many ways he could have flipped yeah. that. Yeah, he could have flipped it. He anyway, could have yeah. like resampled mm -hmm. it and chopped it up or done something. Yeah. Drop some eight away. Yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, there's so much production out. Yo, you're J. Cole, and for the first time, you're asking for beats, and you're going to rhyme on Uchi Wally. That doesn't make any sense, yo. I think he got beats for the mixtape, though, if that's, that's what he was I'm doing. I'm trying to think of the equivalent of that. It's like a top, it's like LeBron being like, yo, I'm so, a free agent. What team, like, yo, all the teams, yo, like, come come holler at me. And then he signs with, like, the Bucks or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uchi Wally is not the Bucks of the, the Uchi Wally is the Bucks. Maybe, maybe, maybe of Nas, I love Uchi maybe Wally. of Nas beats. Huh? <laughs> maybe of Nas beats. It's the Bucks. I mean, I would have even if you chose like Major Look by Nas or something like that. That would have been worse. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you rhyming over like like? It's a freestyle. I mean, you bro. said the best song no, on no. on his album but was uh, Yo. When you're at that level. Yeah, but it's a freestyle. But like, no, he should, it should have been acapella, man. Dude, you just did KOD. You just have album of the year, right? Why would you brag about album of the year on Uchi Wally? If I ever meet J. Cole, I'll ask him. I'll huh? let you know. Dude, you will never meet J. Cole. Get him on the show. You will never meet J. Cole. If I ever meet J. Cole. I would never I would never allow it. I would never allow <laughs> You're it. You're stopping? No. That's I would never allow it. That's, cra allow that's crazy it. that he used to hang out with Momo all the time. They still hang out. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 I mean, I still story. talk. Yeah. I still, I mean, I, I talked to Boss and like his manager, Derek. Yeah. And I talked to, I talk to them like time, weekly. Yeah. Dude, I talked to Low Key Dreamville. Yeah. I am Low Key Dreamville. Yeah. I mean, I'm not Low Key Dreamville, but Dreamville I, I ride for Dreamville. I, I think everybody that works at Dreamville <laughs> is, are good like humans. Like yeah. they're, they're actually good people. Yeah. They're creative as fuck. Yeah. And they're, they're really good people. So like, 
I've met a lot of people in the industry, and you know, Moma's a good dude. Yeah. His brother Eve is a good dude. Mm-hmm. Boss is a great dude. Yep. And everyone in their circle are fucking, you know, really humble. They good put dudes. in work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they work, and they and they they're, they're shit. So I ride for Dreamville, mm. but at the same time, I, if I was there, it I would have been, been a like, different move. Cole, do not put out this shit with Uchiwali. <laughs> Give me twelve hours, and I'll get you a better beat. So you think that was like a direct? He was feeling himself, so he's like, I could just rhyme over. I was, I would have been it. like, Yes, you should feel yourself, keep feeling yourself, <laughs> yeah. just wait 12 hours, <laughs> or just rhyme over like, uh, right, yeah, on the studio, go in the studio, and just rhyme on the clicks. I would have rather him rhyme over and peach the president, yeah, either that or <laughs> yo, get Biz Marquee in there and be having yeah, beatbox, man. beatbox, yeah, or oh, beatbox. Or There's sad. so many things you could have done, like, you could have flipped, somebody like, could have yeah. knocked on the table, yeah. I, w- I thought it would have been even better, at like maybe a little like stabbing a motherfucker if he rhymed on like one one of the beats that came out this year that was maybe like not hitting and he made it hit. True. Mm, like a true Dreamville representative. No, no, no. But I'm saying that's my thinking. That would have been sick though. Like if it was like a Kanye beat. I would have nah. been like, Yo, Cole, give me twelve hours. Give me twelve hours. You Please. spit. You, you in the bag right now. Give me 12 hours. You should have rhymed over that poopity scoop beat. He would have killed that shit. <laughs> or like, oh yeah, that that would have been better than Uchiwali. Yeah. But he would have never done that. Yeah. That would have been fucking hilarious. I would've that, been, be, that beat alone was pretty. That yeah. beat is dope. Yeah. Shit, he might, he might take ecstasy, you know. <laughs> Jamie, you would call P-Rock, right? <laughs> no, I wouldn't call P-Rock. Large professor. <laughs> I'm trying to Extra think. P. I'm trying to think in the producers nowadays. Who would Cole just sound amazing on right now? The right beat, like murder. I would, oh, dude, I want to hear a, a cold club record so bad. Yeah. Murder, on, murder on the beat would be. Can sick. you imagine a trap, like a trap record, with with Cole on it? Yeah, be could he do like a, like a, like oh a Ric Flair, <laughs> or like like you who know does what I mean? like um, a mustard? Who does the Drake beats? Um, 40? 40, 40, 40, yeah. Boy Wonder, but could he do a one hundred BPM record? But Forty is an executive producer. Boy Wonder. But one that would have been great. Are you talking about like getting getting him like on a like a mustard type beat or can he do like, like a 100 BPM record? Think of the most ignorant trap like record. So like you could talk about like Zaytoven or mm. like Mike Will or like you know what would have been great? Maybe Actually, Mike Will. You know yeah. what? Oh 808 Mafia. Like Yo, Cole with Mike Will. 808 Mafia. Yeah. yeah. Yo, get Cole. Jay Cole on the phone, Cricket. What are we doing? Cole here? and Mike Will would be amazing. The only thing I think he wouldn't do that because that's Kendrick. Mm. But the only only and one he's he not did was he's not going to go dipping into like that. To TD. Yeah. Camp, yeah. Is there like a little beef between um, Kendrick? And no, no. There's but, always been rivalry. But it's a competition. Like you don't want to use their formula because they're going to be like, Yo, why are you buying our formula? Right. You feel uh, me? Was that the only thing he did for Kendrick was home? It's like right? if you if you if you're no, a DJ and you hear me do a mix or if you hear me play a song. Like you're not gonna mix it the way exactly the way I did it. Right. You're gonna mm-hmm. be like, yo, that was dope. Let me find my way of doing it the same way he did it. Everything's mm-hmm. gonna and approach that's, and that's what you gotta, differently. Yeah. And that's when you gotta kinda look at like Cole. They're gonna be like, yo, we like, you know, we can't go to murder beats, that's fucking Drake. We can't go to this. Like they wanna do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't want a, a, he doesn't want a rapper saying like, "Yo, you stole my 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 sound." Right. right. Yeah, the, the producers are part of. So the, it has to yeah, be a producer yeah. that's not known. Yeah. yeah what Why do you think he went on Twitter and was like, "Yo, hit me"? Because he doesn't want established sounds. He wants to recreate something and have fun with it. I just think Uchi Wally was not the the, the initial start for it, but he needs to get Eric Sermon on the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, get Premier on the phone. I mean, I, I could see him doing something with Pharrell. dude. If you got that acapella and you even put it over Big ba- Big Bank, it would have hit harder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And if he made like a chorus, like you know, imagine Cole singing Big Bang, take Little Bang, Big Bang, take Little Bang. Like it would have been, he would have like flipped it in his own chorus or lyrics. Yeah. He would have killed it. Anyway, seems wow. like he, seems like you had to put all this in the email. Nah, man. And send it to somebody at dreamville.com. Nah, man. They, dude, they know what they're doing. I just think the Uchi Wally, I just would like, yeah. I would have, I would have, uh, yeah. Passed on that beat. I would have raised my hand in that meeting. Mm. Hey, before you send like, that out, can you give us the acapella? Let's please? not do that real quick. Just give me six hours. You hungry? Let's go get some food. Just not. Like, yo, six hours. I could have hit, you know. Hit DJ Snake if you wanted to. Wait, somebody. Yeah. Hey, you got audio one on the phone. Hey, bro, send me some production. Um, all right, we're going through. We went through Red Bull. We went through this. We went through that. Oh, you know what? We got to give a, I guess, a much love and positive vibes and uh, to uh, Aretha Franklin. Right? We, yeah. When man, we were starting, man. when we were starting this podcast, uh, we were getting, uh, I guess, notifications that on. In social media, that Aretha Franklin was in the hospital. Was she? That she was ill. That she's ill. She's like she's on her deathbed right now. Oh man! And what was what was her illness? Or I think she had cancer. Did she? I could, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but damn. How old damn. is she? She has to be like in her 70s. Now, I want to say 72. Probably. Oh, sure. Yeah, man. I'm I'm just shocked that Jamie would know. 78 times. Now I gotta know if he's Jamie's if he, not right. Because if he's right, I'll be wildly if surprised. If I'm right. Yeah, I'll buy more vegan tacos. All yeah. right. Rita Franklin. Damn, damn, she says, she's 72, I'm going to laugh my ass. 76. Oh, I said 78 That's pretty tops. Close. That's pretty close. Yeah, prayers to her, man. I ain't going to lie. I thought she was like 80 or 90. Shit. <laughs> I don't want to say 90, man. Come on. <laughs> you suck at You suck at pinpointing aging. That's crazy. Um, yeah, death is imminent. That's scary. But we was talking about like, um, she's like the last of the R&B superstars. That we have the right now. And I said no. And I'm... <laughs> Jamie, why would you say no? Because there's more. Who? Come on, you have Alicia Keys. How the fuck are you going to compare Alicia Keys to Aretha Franklin, <laughs> man? Alicia Keys is still R&B. She's not R&B but superstar? Aretha Franklin's a, been okay, around but, since Okay, but Alicia Keys not R&B superstar? She's not like a Aretha Franklin. But is she not R&B She's superstar? not like a Aretha Franklin. You bugging. <sighs> I feel like that was gonna slap you. I am gonna slap you, man. Because <laughs> I don't even you. know if I would even say she was an R and B superstar. Nah, who? Alicia Keys. Oh, no, nah, I would. Because she's like, R&B. I don't think because she she's a... black. No, what <laughs> the fuck? Is this? <laughs> I think she had one great album, which her first album. I, just, I don't think that's she's yeah, that was maybe the second album. one. Yeah. Second one was close, and that's about it. Mary J. No, not superstar. Mm. You're right. That could. That could. Okay, that's close. Sure. Wait. Put I mean, as far as longevity, Mary J. Let's up talk there. about let's talk about Aretha Franklin. Though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- when we think about it, we don't think about like a long. Well, I mean, sh- she had top records, right? But yeah. she stopped recording at when? Like the nineties, like the mid nineties, late nineties. She stopped recording. It was Which, what was her biggest record? Respect. Yeah, and ain't nobody. That's Chaka Khan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Why you yo, yo, never see the slap me or <laughs> no, no. Hey, man, honest mistake. No, you said that before about something. You We mentioned something, and then you brought up Ain't Nobody. It's just like. That's his go-to yeah. old go-to. school song. because <laughs> <laughs> she's black, Darren. Oh, so every, everyone, every, every female R&B singer may Ain't Nobody. 
Uh, Mary. All right, so you you call her the queen of R&B? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would call her the queen of Motown. But she wasn't on Motown. But don't, Wait, you, don't, but don't you don't you consider that Motown era? No? Wait, what was she on? Um, Atlantic Records. Uh, but so she started you, in you Atlantic. And then, like, but you don't put her in that whole Motown era? It's like the 60s, yeah. 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 Like her, so Diana Ross. Soul. And then we still got Diana Ross. Yeah, Diana Ross. Oh, yeah, you tight. <laughs> Chill. Jesus Christ. You compare Alicia Keys to Aretha Franklin. Man. <laughs> no, you said, on, R- you said R&B superstars. I was thinking R&B. I wasn't thinking fucking legend like that. I don't Chill. know. Like I would consider a queen of soul. I don't know. She's R&B. definitely the queen of soul. I don't though. know about R&B. All right, the queen of soul. I'll be. A, mm-hmm. I'll give a queen of soul. I consider her Motown, even though she I'll wasn't on Motown. Motown as yeah. well. But yeah. Motown's Don Ross. Yeah. That's Motown. Yeah, that's the you think she's the queen of Motown? Yes. She's on. She was on Motown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I think that was in a slap YouTube, boy. No, no, no. no. I yeah. think. I think. Like, I know what you're saying. Like you're the that era, that the era, sixties, seventies. If someone, if someone comes up to me in a club and says, "Yo, can you play Motown?" I'm not just thinking, "Oh, only Motown records." I'm thinking. No, no, no. I feel what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. During the sixties and seventies, yeah. I would call. I would call Diana Ross. There's there's a couple. No, there's a couple princess R&B princess of what. Of like soul, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there's a couple of R&B old school singers that's still around, like um Donna Ross, Gladys Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's about it, man. And when we go into the seventies, you got Dionne like, Warwick. There you go. And then seventies, you got Chaka <laughs> yeah, Khan. You, you pulled that out, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one, though, man. But I'm no. My thing is, he like, probably just remembers the infomercials. That's why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is my thing right now. Like, yeah, I know Dorian. My, my mom used to call the hotline all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's hilarious. But he's in like 20 years from now, who would you consider to be on a Aretha Franklin type of level? Mary? Wow. Beyonce. Mary J. Blige? I would say yeah. Beyonce. I would say Mary J. <laughs> I would say. You, you, you guys want a, a weird one, but maybe. Go ahead. Mariah Carey. Mm, yeah. Not bad. It's She's Mar- not R&B, though. Really? She was. She was. She was never on B. She was a what? pop. She's pop. That's she's like she, so you say like she's like Whitney Houston, like pop. Like Whitney yeah, Houston exactly. really yeah. R and B. Wait, you don't you don't you don't consider Whitney Houston R and B? I think she's I pop. She's more I pop. Really? She had like a lot no. of pop records. She never yeah. had like a, like a soulful. I feel R&B. like the R and B is I will like, always love you is R and B, right? That was pop. That's a love ballad. I'm, That's like yeah. more Yeah. What's the other one? Cause that was a remake from what's her name, right? Uh, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that was a pop record, but how will I know? That was R and B. That was more pop, man. You don't think how so? Really? I? Yeah, man. Yeah. Dance with somebody. All the records you would consider R and B. That was pop. I man. guess it's, it's well, it, maybe it, it was eighties R and B. Huh? It really is R and B. Nah. I think it's it's not, it really I think yeah, 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 Never's right. It is pop. It well, is Beyonce pop. has a lot of pop. Yeah. I feel like Beyonce is more R and B. You oh. Okay. I, do see, I, I think it falls in like where you fall between if it's a soul R&B or pop because a lot of it is blurring the lines now you know? is that why you said Alicia Keys because she's just pretty she's yeah, very she's, straightforward yeah. R&B yeah I'll, I'll put her in the same like she's soul like Jill Scott yeah, yeah. Like see, that kind I, of see, I was thinking Stone. that too yeah. uh, Macy Gray like yeah. you know like but Macy Alicia Gray haven't had a hit forever nah. yeah. she well, she's like, a great singer though. yeah <laughs> damn you brought up Macy Gray I bring up Adele, but you I know, just, that's a whole different you know ballgame. What about you know? Ushers? Macy Gray just or got you just fucked up to female. me. I'm talking about females. Females. Yeah, she that when she was in Training Day, that just that fucked me up. That, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see her as like an army singer. I want to see a warrant. Ashanti? <laughs> no. 
Hey, Jennifer Hudson. You said Ashanti. He said Ashanti. Yeah. Wow. Ashanti's a good singer. So, is she gonna she's be a legend? A, I don't know. Tony Braxton. She's, she's not a strong singer. No, Tony Braxton. I mean, look but she's good. No, she no, no, good no, it's, it's hard, man. Because she was she at, at one point she was like yeah, really she was a shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I don't. I when I think of it just a, tells Ashanti, how bad R and B can be. Like, when, yeah. yeah, when yeah. I think of a sh- like Ashanti, and when I think of Mar- I think of Ashanti, I think of her as the child of a Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. like this hip hop R and B era, right. so yeah. like Keisha so Cole. Yeah, uh, I would say Keisha Cole's more R and B. I just think Ashanti is hip hop, is more hip hop, mm. or uh, even amount of 50, 50, 50 hip hop and R and B, and that's the same thing that I see with Mary J. Blige. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but she was one of the first R and B singers to infiltrate hip hop. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. and make dudes like listen to her and be like, Biggie "Yo, that's she's hip hop." Grand Poobah, yeah. 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 So Definitely. that's a new era genre in itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alicia Keys is not in there. I'm yeah. trying to think who would be in that realm. That's a tough recently. One, uh, oh, that that infiltrated hip hop. That's like more of a hip hop, and you know, like you can't really tell. Like another, you know, another who's example, Lauren Hill. Yeah, that's like, like R&B hip hop. Missy Elliott. Yes, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missy Elliott. That whole yeah. era. of A. Marie was close. Yeah. Would you consider J Lo? In that in that area, I think that's pop. pop. I think yeah. One well, um, about Aaliyah? International was it? Aaliyah, Aaliyah, Aaliyah before I she passed away. I, I for some reason I see her as more R and B, but I guess Aaliyah. she could have been. Aaliyah? Yeah, yeah, I guess she, definitely. I think she was more R and B. But she, I think Janelle Monae. Where would she fall under? Like, oh, like I think I that's like another alternative. Yeah, like like alternative hip hop. She's not even alternative R and B. What about like Sierra? Huh? Would you say Sierra is in that room? In that realm, Sierra. I don't know. Most of these acts, they she only have like a couple of hits. Couple records. of hits, right? Yeah, they're not really like. It's not like, like long four albums. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. dude. Yeah, we yeah. are creating so many categories. It's crazy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know? It, it, but it shows you how big hip hop yeah. is now. That like R and B is like just this. Because I got, like, like back in the Aretha Franklin era, it was, it was just R and B. Yeah, that no, was right. It. So R and B was all. And then, like thing. he said, like during the nineties, it became R and B and hip hop. Yeah. So yeah. here's a question: Do you consider? Because I consider Sierra dance R and B. Yeah, I consider Sierra pop. Pop. I have her in my May- pop folder. Yeah. I would consider like that new song that came out. I yeah. have it in my pop folder. Mm. That. Okay, I have a good yeah. one. Wait, wait, but I was gonna ask you. But what do you consider Janet Jackson? I was about Ooh. to say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. what I was about to say. I she's got a good one. She's pop. I don't know, but she's part of the line. She has a lot of great I feel slow, like, slow records that are R and B, right? Yeah. Like anytime, any place. Yo, no, 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 I, f- no. I feel like she's that both. First album, Control, that was eighties R and B, a little bit. Pop. It was Control, what was, what was some then, of the records on but then when the nineties came, she moved. She into slowed like, it down. Definitely. Exactly, it became more pop, yeah. pop R and B. But then it then it became kind of like Rhythm Nation. I have to say because of uh, what is it, uh, Terry Lewis and Jimmy, Jimmy Jam. 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 Mm-hmm. That was kind of hip hop. Hip hop, yeah. That was, it was. There was the first sounds of like hip hop. Can they use samples? Yeah. And it had Heavy D on the album. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I so like. So you saying um, Janet Jackson kind of birthed the hip hop R and B? If there wasn't Rhythm Nation, there wouldn't have been a Mary J. Blige. Because she came out in all black in one of the videos. Nah, like, but those beats were so beat. hard. Rhythm yeah. Nation right, was man, a nah, hard, absolutely right. fucking beat. Yeah. yeah, that was a hard fucking beat. But I then, remember that video. You know, I think you're right. I remember the video. That was a whole vibe back then. Even yeah, even yeah, songs yeah, like even mm-hmm. songs like "All Right." 
Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Cool. That's what that's I'm saying. That's what oh, heavy, the, D in heavy D in it. Yep. That's like Tony, Tony, Tony. That's that's yeah. you know. I mean, I and then know. after that, that's when she came. After what she came out with, um, that's the way love goes. And yeah. that was like more pop. Yeah, that was more pop R and B. That's what she was like. She was working with Michael Lizondo. That was kind of R and B, right? And then the joint with Q Tip. Um, go to the go, go to the yeah. one. That's like R and B, right? Mm. Like that joint. Got till huh? Got till it's gone. I think that's R and B. I think she's. I I would put her. I was going like. I would put her in both R and B pop. pop R&B, yeah. 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 Damn, yeah. that's a good. An one. interesting conversation. I don't think there'll sure. ever be another Aretha Franklin that was just like that soulful. No man. I, no. I I'm sure we're not. I, oh, I'm wait, sure wait, we're drawing we, a blank though. We got Patti Labelle. No, 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 but like a new artist that you would consider. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. Level. Like 20 years from now, we can't. Yeah. It's just gotta be. There will be no. I think they're all pop. You know. I guess the closest one would be Mary J. Blige. Like, none of these new acts, I don't think have longevity. Like, you said her? Yeah. You don't I, don't, think I could her? be wrong. I don't know, but... I think her See, in my mind, like, I'm correlating, like, Adele, but she's a pop artist, but she's mm-hmm. a soul singer. Like, but she's, you know... I it depends where you put her you know what? You know what I consider Adele? A, like, a very talented folk singer. Mm. I see her, like, kind of like Janis Joplin, but mm. better with, with better production. A little That's bit. A good comparison. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really trying to find that soulful kind of thing, and I, I only person I can really think of is Erica Badu. Yeah. Yeah. And or Jill Scott. Maybe. Well, what would you guys put? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Amy Winehouse at. Mm. She just came to mind. I think she was like th- that new era of like that Hip- London Euro. Because Mark Ronson did most of his shit. Yeah. Her shit. That like London Euro. And she had a pretty. Who's, who was that other? Um, she's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you very, very much. I know you're talking about. Um, Mark Mark Ronson produced her too. Yeah. Lily Allen? Lily Allen. Yeah. yeah. And like that, that birth. That was this a whole, vibe back in the 2000s, though. That yeah. London, but Amy Winehouse yeah. had a like, different style. It wasn't, was, it wasn't R&B, though. It was like. It was soul. It was, it was like nostalgic. Soul. Like it was 60s. Jazz, yeah. No, it was more 60s. Like when she R&B. did Valerie. Like when she did yeah. Valerie, it was like a 60s record. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It was like bebop, Jack Swing, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like borderline bebop, bebop? yeah. I don't okay. consider that's like Mark Ronson, but Mark Ronson was working with like a Dap Kings, right? At the time, like that he was, yeah, exactly. Sharon, Sharon, Sharon. Oh, yeah. I know that this, this isn't a female. Sharon Jones, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. This isn't a female, but the only one I would put in the realm of Aretha Franklin and all that is maybe Bruno Mars. That's the only do- That's the only person mm. that to me captures and embodies the R and B soul that sound and from and, that era. and that hit pop. Yeah, in right. a certain way, I would put, and I think I would put him. Yeah, that's that's accurate. Even though it's a dude. Yeah, but I can't see. It tells I, you that there's I probably more more male artists that have longevity at this point than women do. You think? I think so. Janelle Monae is like the female yeah. version of Bruno Mars. I, I to me, know. who? I think Janelle Monae is the she female version. Have, she just doesn't have a, a lot of Mars. hits. Though. She doesn't have the hits, but she, she has ha- the. She doesn't the, have the catalog. Yeah, yeah. but she like Bruno's. She has the audience. Like she's very marketable, like Bruno. I think like, that's probably what the conversation she's is. She's going to be around. I think the conversation is more like the female artists are putting out singles, but not bodies, full bodies of work that, like. That's the problem right yeah, now. I don't you know think there's I mean? no female artists. Yeah. Like when, when you were talking about, like, you know, we we're talking about like Mariah Carey or like uh, Mary Whitney, Blige, Whitney Houston. Like, you could go through the whole album without skipping it. These ones, you're skipping through tracks. Do you guys yeah, think that, that it hurts women, like, um, like aging? Like, like a man can, like, Still put out even though he's older, but a woman is like she has like a clock almost like with age. No, Does but, that hurt? But I think that maybe when it comes to women artists nowadays, like, like a sex appeal, like it kind of leaves them after a certain age, right? No, I don't think it's that. I think no, it, I, don't I think, think so, man. I think the marketing for a female artist maybe 
more about less about the music but all about the complete package yeah, of marketing the image, yeah. and the product itself do you know what i'm saying yeah, like for example product. the the perfect example would be rita ora mm -hmm. she's mm. everywhere i see her at every award show she's at every she event she's at fashion week she's at this shit yeah. she doesn't have one <laughs> fucking song yeah she doesn't have one hit she can yeah. sing though yeah. no the same thing with um tanashi Tanashi. True. She has yeah. one hit. Two on? Yeah. <laughs> and I was that like, was like four years ago? Kalani yeah. too. Yeah. I give it up to their managers and their fucking yeah. agents. Like, yeah. whoever, they, like, keep, they keep the them The promotional alive, machine yeah. is really what's running everything. Right yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. And it, the thing is, is that if a f if someone like an, a female artist builds a following mm. where girls relate to them and they, they're, you know, they love their skincare, they love the way they look, they, they love their style. If you even have one song or barely one song, you can still build a social media following. Yeah. It just so happened that Cardi B, to me, had good music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If she didn't have good music, I think she'd still be almost as big, but maybe like not at yeah. a mega star. Yeah. So that's the machine behind you. I have to really. give it, I got to give it to, to Cardi B, though. At the end, of, at, at, as we're nearing towards the end of 2018, mm -hmm. I think she did a fucking spectacular job. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. She had a great album. She, her, yeah, that album sure. sounds so much better now than it did when I first heard it. it, and right. it, it I like it. Well. I like it sounds better now than if I didn't. I like didn't think first. that song had legs. I like it. Shit. Until it went to number one that, yeah. after months it came, after months after it came out. Like it's hitting harder shit, now than yeah. when it came out. Yeah. I think. And there's yeah. still yeah. some songs in that album that still haven't even like started. Like Big and Head, I still think that shit has legs somewhere uh, like down the road. She bad. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I even like that one song that was like my heart is like a package, with a with a fragile. Be careful! Thing on it. Be careful! That's <laughs> like the girl. That's like every girl's favorite song. Yeah, I didn't even mind that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, shit. I'm, it's the yeah. promotional machine for sure. It bro. is the promotional like, machine. Cause you they, got they Fashion Nova. You got all of these yeah. things that keep them alive and keep people engaged to be like, oh, they're still relevant. They're still relevant. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they have no music. Yeah. Like, take, for example, you know how, like, Demi Lovato just, like, had the whole shit go down with her where, like, yeah, yeah. she overdosed? Like, that machine worked really quick to, like, dead that story. You know what I mean? Like That's true. They're putting her in a positive spotlight because they would normally wouldn't do that for other artists. No. You know but what I mean? we're, we're in a world of spin, right? I mean, the, the world is sure. all about spin and how you can spin something negative into a positive. Right. Because at this point, anything bad that happens to anybody can instantly be turned It'll around. It'll be a moment. It can be, there's, yeah. there's nothing anybody can do besides like kill rape somebody. and like sexual assault or for a dude yeah. or kill some. I think even sexual assault and rape might be worse than killing somebody. Mm -hmm. For sure. It sounds crazy, but yeah. It's a world know. we live in, man. I mean, you know. You know what I mean? mean? Where don't, quote, don't quote me on that. Yeah. This is just a <laughs> random thought. I'm not saying murder is That's just the way, not as that's bad the way of the world. Yeah. I mean, now we're, we're the judge and jury before... They even go to an yeah. actual trial, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're already judging people without even the real story being out there. You yeah. know? Like, but going back, going back to the R&B, I, I think that's a great question on who who would be who would be there at, at Aretha Franklin. And I think it's kind of, and maybe we're just not thinking, uh, we're not thinking properly right now. We it's not hitting us. Mm -hmm. But the fact that we can't find that one artist that that is taking over, because like when we think of Michael Jackson and Prince or whatever like that, we would say Bruno Mars and Drake. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But in a female realm, who's it's just Beyonce. Beyonce. And I said Ma and Mary. Mary. Mary J. Rihanna. I think mean, we forgot to talk about Rihanna. Is Rihanna pop or R and B? She's pop. She's pop. Question of thought. I think she's pop. Yeah. 
She did like few R&B renditions, but not a whole album. Leave us your comments on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Road Podcast. <laughs> it's almost like Rihanna is not even like the level of vocal and like lyricism. No. Like she's oh, not even no. close no. to, and Aretha to like Aretha. Yeah, no. I give Little Mo closer with the vocal range than Rihanna. Wow. Damn, why do you come up with these artists? Little, little, Mo. Mo. little Mo. Little wow. Mo has. Y'all ever heard her sing? I know. I think she's. I just don't like. She I would have never vocal. thought of that. You just pulled that out of your ass. Or your armpit. Pause. So. <laughs> no, I think Lil Mo has a great voice. That's He's going to put out Vita out there. <laughs> but she has yeah. no camera. Vita, Vita from Murder Inc. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> a mill. A, a mill. Have to be like the top five. Charlie Baltimore. Termory. Baltimore. Termory. Yo. Wow. Ivy Queen. Oh my God! Easy, 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 easy. You going? You going to some? Hey, so we we can't think of one female. That's yeah. That's just bad. Mary Aretha Franklin. Mary. That's that it. was really trying to think. No, like, no, I'm yo, saying Mary. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Mary. Beyonce. That's the only one. Yeah. That's it, man. And it's fucked up. I don't see. I see. Beyonce, like, I see Beyonce as a Tina Turner. Mm. That's a good yeah. Very good. I don't see her as Aretha Franklin. So she doesn't have really a category. Yeah. Or what would you categorize Tina? Huh? What would you categorize Tina? That's that. That's pop. I think Tina she was, was like in the pop. rock. She was like she was in like the rock. rock. She was like gonna say pop she's rock. like the rock yeah. and but roll she, too, but right? But she, her, she was known as a performer. Right. She was an entertainer. Yeah. And it, and she maybe had, like, you know, she obviously oh, had hits. She was an entertainer. She, yeah. but I would say like you saw her as an entertainer, mm-hmm. and then you her look and her legs. And it's yeah. very just similar to Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Uh, that's a good, that's good very good. Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah, man. I, th- I think if they ever did a biopic on Tina Turner, they did. Did they? Oh, What's the, love the movie? got to do with it? Who was in it? Uh, Angela Bassett and uh, oh, Lawrence Fishburne. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne, dude. That's the most epic one. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. No, I th- that's pretty good. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne was a beast. Yeah, oh man, he was. <laughs> Until all those what? memes eat the bro. cake <laughs> all I felt like for a while he got he got typecasted yeah. after yeah. that movie mm. <laughs> and that's when he started going by Lawrence because remember at first he was Larry, Larry Fishburne yeah, sure, yeah. oh really yeah. you think it fucked up his career I think, a little bit I think yeah. it kind of like he was in Lawrence he was Larry Fishburne he was Larry Fishburne in Boys in the Hood yeah. he was Larry Fishburne he was in and, Lammy, and, and in Deep Cover what stuff got to do with it in Deep Cover no I know that I think Larry he was the last time he was Larry Fishburne was that movie yeah and then he went to Lawrence Fishburne yeah it was the rebrand it was the 90s rebrand why you do that, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> Even the, the dad from the Jacksons—I forgot his name. I think he got—he got, he got yeah. typecasted. It's the, like the if you ever, from the, uh, you ever watch Jackson like the, you ever watch the Selena movie and like the woman that killed her. That woman got typecast forever. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that bitch could die. Like they, you, <laughs> like women watch novellas and they see that woman and they still hate her for Selena. Yeah, <laughs> like ask <laughs> <that's> a <laughs> Selena. Every time ask any Mexican, yeah. 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 Like she Selena. That's the one crazy. that acted and she killed Selena too. Sick. Dude, this got to be someone we're not thinking about. Tina Turner was a great one though. That's a good that was a really good yeah. one for Beyonce. I'm, but I'm stuck. I'm still stuck on Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Dude, we don't have. See, that. And I'm, and you said Diana Ross earlier too. Because so. when I think of Aretha Franklin, I just think about the voice, no. right? And I would say Whitney. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Whitney. Was Whitney was not a dancer. Aretha Franklin voice, wasn't man. a dancer, right? No, her voice. Was she was like that was stationary. I, mm-hmm. you know what? She, she came was, from the church. She so was she almost like, like, mm. uh, like a like a Luther Vandross, where the voice was like all the whole cell. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything like that now because everything's about the package. Right. Yeah. So I don't think the closest would right? probably be Whitney. I can't think. The only one I could think about was uh, who's the chick that was Vanessa? No, no, no. Not Vanessa Williams. No, 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 no. The one that was in um, fuck in the movie with Beyonce, 
Who was the singer? Oh, Jennifer Vanessa Hudson. Hudson. Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson. Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. I'm Vanessa. Nah. But Jennifer that, Hudson has a voice too. But that but was. Not but that was the first like kind of like yo, that's the voice because when she was a big girl, it was like mm-hmm. that was just the that voice. was a sell. But she having she wasn't able to translate oh, into oh, selling music. What was that music, chick named Kelly Price? That's another yeah. one. They couldn't sell records though. Because of it, because it, it has to be a, a whole as so a legend. A, so here's a question because you you did talk about sexuality mm-hmm. at the time. Maybe Aretha Franklin because there wasn't videos, social media. She wasn't in the considered a set symbol. It wasn't, but at that time, all you had was the record and the and the and, and the, the song. Voice. So at that time, someone like that could blow up. Whereas now, someone like that you couldn't could, blow up. You can go years without even knowing what they look like unless you went to the concert. And that's why yeah. you brought up maybe Adele, just mm-hmm. because, I mean, she looks kind of cute now. But when she first came out, she was a big girl. But she still looked kind of cute. <laughs> but she's yeah. lost a lot of weight. Well, yeah, yeah, she was always kind of attractive, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But she lost a lot of weight. Yeah. But I think, yeah, like back then, all you had was radio and like records. Yeah. So you I mean, go. we're not trying to say Aretha Franklin was like Right. Busted, I mean, it's hard because Mariah Carey is still alive. So, But right. she was she, she was good looking. Kind of. I mean, I'm not is. saying Rita Franklin's busted, but I'm just saying she's more marketable. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. that, no, yeah. I she agree. was like the skinny, you know, biracial chick. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's and then so and she came no out with the perfect song, that vision of love. It was just yeah. like that was huge. Yeah. Pause. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird that we don't have people like that. So that's the audience, and that, I think it's <laughs> isn't it weird? Uh, and it's because you have to sell the whole package, right? Like you can't. Yeah. No one can survive now with no one knowing what you look like. Look, if Aretha Franklin would have came out today, I don't think nobody would give a fuck. What do you What do you think about male rappers or like male performers right now? Like, could they look like a Biggie or Luther Vandross? Yeah, and they'd still come out and, and yeah. pop. Yeah, I think so. You don't think so, Jamie? I, I think so. so. I think so. I think so. Nah. I think it's different. For, it's a lot of other motherfuckers that made big, careers. Yeah, Biggie had kind of a swag for a big fella, and he had the voice that well, just Carl the, Thomas, <laughs> that fucking flow that just came like fucking rumbling. A lot of rappers are kind of ugly though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't really check out the rappers, but <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. But not nah, Biggie. Biggie had like this fucking swag. Like he would just his voice was like. You could feel that when you're big, you gotta have some swag, you know. Yeah, and she just rumbled through the fucking. But I think that's still possible. I think the rappers. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, because look about uh, before before Biggie, there was um Heavy D. Yeah, yeah. But Shine had Shine had that big boy voice, and then when someone saw him, they're like, "Oh shit, he's small and skinny." He wasn't that. People thought Shine was Biggie at a point. I don't think it hurt him though. Yeah, but Mm. I just think I don't know. I mean, you had Big Pun came out after Biggie, Fat Joe. He was really Fat big. Joe's but, and, but nowadays, I think it's possible. I don't think. Oh, so. you, got, you got your favorite rapper. Who's your favorite rapper that I fucking T Grizzly? <laughs> he's not fat. <laughs> he's like he's like, but like he's, skinny but he's not, fat. He's not a. He's not like a. Wait, you a just said T Grizzly's not fat? No, he's not fat. He's like skinny fat. Like he's tall. He's lanky. He's not. She's big. It, he's he's, he's saying he's not like he's not in jail. He's not. He's not like physically attracting. Right. Like. He, you can you can be ugly and still sell. I try to say that T Grizzly is ugly, but I'm just yeah. saying <laughs> he's not skinny. He's fat. not a he's what not a he's not a sex fat? symbol. Skinny fat is like uh, you're not skinny. Like you have like a gut, but you're kind of like you look skinny. All right, Vic Voss. Rick yeah. Ward, yeah. yeah. But yeah. That was the last 05, one. Though. He's the last one. <laughs> and he lost weight. <laughs> when was the last time there was a fat piece of shit rapper that came out? With Sean Kingston. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he did lose a lot of weight. Yeah, he yeah. did lose weight though. I'm telling you, like, there's no fat. T Pain. T Pain was big before. Yeah, he's still big now. He's still big. Still a little big. Rick Ross is a good one. Mm. 
With T Grizzly's like that too, like kind of like skinny fat. He ain't gonna like. But you never heard that before. But, but, guys, but you gotta fat. think. You gotta think though. The level of talent that T Pain has. If it was that in force. a different package, oh, he would be way bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I think that they dropped the ball in his career though. So, you know. did you see that Joe Buttons uh, and T Pain interview? That was not yet. Yeah, you the, saw that? The, the whatever the new. I didn't know that. Pull up. I didn't know that. The Chris pull up. Yeah, the pull up. Yeah. I didn't know that Chris Brown and T Pain were gonna make an album together. And what happened? They had hits. They're gonna call it Pretty Boy and Nappy Boy. Well, what happened to that project? That's probably around the but Rihanna that sounds shit. fucking amazing. Yeah, that's probably around Damn. the. T-Pain's putting out a bunch of stuff. I think it's just this whole rebrand he's been working on for years. So, because think about '07 and '08, they had. Uh, what do you think brought him back? Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Jamie. What do you think brought T-Pain back? Was it that remix that he did for uh, what's his name, the guy who's uh, in jail, Kodak Black? No. Um, what was it? Did you think he's back now though? I think he has a yeah like you don't think he killed that boot up remix oh definitely Yo, yeah, yeah. Fuck, no he yeah. did the other remix too the uh, the booty black youngster oh, oh I didn't hear oh, that, yeah, that booty. Booty. yeah he oh, yeah, I didn't hear doo-doo-doo. that doo-doo-doo. I mean, he was basically doing like shy but yeah ooh da da do yeah yeah he was doing that look at that booty and yeah. if I am. Yeah. so he's doing like so mixtape joints to sell his way back into no the, no he's you like know? he's been relevant for the, like yeah he's he been relevant he had that mashup that he did of all his songs. Acoustic with the guitar and the keys, Woo, that shit was hard. But just to think about, the, uh, yo, I think that would be the most epic album ever. T Pain and Chris Brown. Well, think about it. they had that Kiss Kiss song. They had a few records, and then the Rihanna shit happened. So I think it was around that time. Fuck man, I think they should revisit that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that would be pretty. T Pain has a lot of stuff in the in the. In Dude, the, in he's the so works. good. Yo, because that last awesome. Chris Brown album was forty-four. Was songs. The one with like. Fucking forty songs on yeah. yeah. I just thought it I think he's so talented. I don't I think it was a shame that he had to like and it, it still sounded good that he had to do like a it, Travis that Scott album, sound. Yeah, that album still has some. But the, the fact man. that he kinda jacked the Travis Scott sound, mm. I thought it was like yeah. you're, you're better than that. Yeah. I still, I still play Brown. questions like yeah. Huh? Yeah. I still play like questions and uh, questions, questions uh, is in privacy. Mm-hmm. Like those are still yeah. like closers And then me. like yeah. pills, 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 yeah, pills, pills, pills. Yeah, yeah. They still go. Shit, party even hits for me. Party still goes yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. That's the one with Gucci, right? No, party is. Yeah, it is. Well, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Gucci. Yeah. 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 Shit. I mean, uh, rest. I mean, not rest in peace, Aretha, but well, hopefully she can pull through it. But the way it's looking now, yeah. I mean, God, yeah, she's literally the, the the last of the Mohicans. Just about that's man. the last one. There's yeah. no, there's no one that's gonna Diana take Ross that place. Donna Ross is still here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. you're gonna catch her at and the, like, at the say, um <laughs> Dion Warwick. Still here. <laughs> 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 Rat Pack. What's a Dion Warwick song? I'm trying to remember. That's what friends are for. That's what for. Oh, okay. Keep smiling. Yeah. Keep smiling. Always looking. Always count on me. Hey. What is that? Yep. It's uh, a great record. Keep singing, and I'm, I'm, we'll end it. <laughs> that's what that's the friends are for. Was there a feature on that, or was that all her? It was um, Michael her, Bolton? Her, no, Elton, oh. John, Elton John, Stevie Wonder, and yeah. Gladys Knight. I said Michael Bolton. Gladys Knight. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> no, that you'll always count on me, for sure. <laughs> that's what friends are for. Every Wednesday, guys. In good times. And bad times. I'll be on your side forevermore. Thank you for listening.
That's <laughs> what friends are for. I like how we're singing this song and Aretha Franklin's on her deathbed. We should be singing Aretha Franklin song. R E S P E C. No, no, no. Um, who zoom in? Who remember that shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we wanna drive on the freeway oh. of love in the new Cadillac. Cadillac. <laughs> so, Cadillac, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Thank shit. you guys for listening. All right, <laughs> man. Peace. <laughs> Chill.